And welcome to episode 405 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hey, Ed, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing fine. So we uh, took a couple weeks off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to talk to your mic, so, buddy. Huh? You need to talk to your mic. Is, is, is that better? Yeah, it's better. Slightly. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, it's been two weeks. I forgot how to do this. I'm also doing a bunch of different things, too, as we're, as we're doing the show. <laughs> you know, so you'll, you'll be bouncing in and out is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, just for a little bit, and I can right now I can I can hear my own voice, which is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so oh, that's gonna drop me on on. I can't do the show like that. Right there it goes. It sounds it's gone. <sighs> All right. Okay. Nope, I can still hear it. All right. Anyway, uh, so uh, two weeks off. What you do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, um, uh, a lot of work stuff. So that's pretty much it. But um, I did. I there was a couple of things uh, last weekend. Reason why we didn't have a show is because um, uh, we were having a birthday party for. Um, uh, my wife's side of the family that decided to celebrate all the men's birthdays all in one day instead of spacing out because a lot of them are close together. Uh, uh, my father-in-law and my one brother-in-law is uh, one day apart. Um, and then uh, uh, my next brother-in-law is uh, the next week after that, like a week and a half later. And then I'm the next month. So they decide, you know, instead of having four parties or three parties or whatever, they were going to just do one party all at once. So uh, I had an early birthday party, so I got a bunch of presents. Ooh. Oh, yes, a lot of movies. So, uh, you know, I'll get that in a moment. Um, I also, um, this week, you know, I've talked about it and talked about it. I finally did it. I built the shelves. I finally Oh, did. congratulations. Thank you. Yes, my brother Dave came over and helped me uh, today, actually, and uh, put these things together and uh, – yeah, uh, you know, with with really no plan, it worked out. <laughs> you know, like, I've been, I've been, you know, you go online and you read stuff, and you're going, oh, I could do that. You know, it's like it's it's not really that hard, and then you know, it's it kind of is. But uh, 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 luckily, my brother's uh, good at building things and, and and doing stuff like this, so it was it was easier that way. And uh, I mean, I could have done it, but it probably would have took me days instead of like one day it took me like you know probably a week you know to do each piece like cut everything up and you know and and, and figure all that out and then you know and then uh, you know there was a couple of couple of things that you know happened or where screw got stuck so we had to get a what they call a dremel tool which i have no idea what it was until i saw <laughs> it they cut off the the basically the head so it, way we could pull it out and and, and uh, you know start over again so uh, it was, but it was, uh, it was an experience and I did it and I'm, I'm glad I did. And, uh, uh, of course though, I, 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 like I said, I just finished it like a couple hours uh, ago. So I haven't, I just started putting up like, like maybe like half the, not half the rack, like not even like a 10th of the rack up yet, uh, in terms of putting the movies back cause they're all stacked on a floor on the other side of the, uh, my room, you know, so I have to kind of now put them all together. So that's the next project. And then clean up too, because I, I had to run around and clean up. Because I wasn't sure if, because I remember you were saying when I saw you last 
that well, maybe we would get together. And I thought maybe today would is the day. So I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we 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 would have to have had a talk about that, and, make, and then I would have to get permission for that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. I just wanted to make sure because I didn't want to. I did. I didn't want to. Um, uh, not you know not be available but i just you know i was just like i'm like i hope it's i hope it's not today <laughs> this place looks like a mess <laughs> like this looks terrible and i like the big table is, is out in the in the garage with sawdust all over because we used it for the for the saw <laughs> you know so i was just like oh i hope it's not today i was like oh thank god he's calling it <laughs> <laughs> um and of course so like three weeks ago was star wars week so uh may the fourth be with you uh, <laughs> also with you. <laughs> um, I, I basically what I did that week was uh, they, of course, they had a lot of things on um, uh, Disney Plus in terms of the they had the uh, uh, Boba Fett storyline of the uh, 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 the holiday special on the uh, on Disney Plus, and then they had these these flybys, which was really weird through the ships. And through the uh, uh, different planets and stuff. Yeah, I saw that. So I, I did watch a couple of those. So I watched those and all. I mean, because it's like, you know, you, you, you watch the shows or whatever, you know, but it's just like I've, I've seen the movies, you know. I'm like, all right, you know. Um, I've been watching The Bad Batch, which I've been loving. Uh, I, 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 I can't wait to, for, you know, for, for more episodes to come out. Um, and uh, so I'm enjoying that. So if anybody, you know, it's it's a continuation of the Clone Wars, basically. And it's about a group of guys that were um, clones that weren't um, the normal clones. They 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 had extra abilities that they were put into and they kind of look different from the regular clones. But they had you could see the you could see the Django Fett look, uh, you know, in their faces, but they're slightly askewed because of of uh, of the, what each of their skills that they have. Right, they weren't perfect copies. There was always something like a little. There's something wrong with them. Right, <laughs> hence the term "bad batch." Yes. So you know, and then there's a there's another character that's in there. I'm not going to go any further than that. Uh, you know, like I said, a lot of people are saying, "Do I need to see Clone Wars the the series?" To, to I'm like, no, not really. But I mean, maybe the last season that they put out on Disney Plus because uh, it, it introduces the Bad Batch at that point. So you get an idea okay. who they are. So that way, you know, I think it's like four episodes with them. And then, then now this, this is the continuization of them, but it's, 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 I'm really enjoying it. It's really good. It's really worth the watch. Um, I try to think what else uh, I, 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 I did watch uh, this past week. Uh, Roku channel has released the Quibi <laughs> originals. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're interesting. I mean, you know, I'm watching the Hart one, uh, Kevin Hart's uh, uh, one, and I, right. it's, it's funny. It's it's good. It's really it's really good. It's it's bizarre because there's really it it, it it's 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 kind of like an, an it's an internet thing. So you go and all right, like there's there's kind of a beginning, but the the there's like a you know how they usually do before the credits they'll do a scene you know and that's kind of sets up the the whole episode kind of in a way. That's what they did, but it was really kind of bizarre. But it worked out. It was it was it was good. It, I, you know, like I want you to see the rest of it. You're like, okay, now it makes sense, and you're and you, and you go with it. And, it's, and like I said the rest of it was pretty good. I haven't got, I haven't gotten through the whole thing um, because I got was going through uh, uh, Netflix with uh, volume two of Love, Death, and Robots. Right. I don't know if you saw that yet or not. I think I saw like the first one. 
um, the first in that volume, but I, I was sleepy, so I, I kind of checked out after the first one. I was like, you know what? I can't really enjoy this at like two in the morning when I gotta be so sleepy, so tired. So I, I plan on going back to that at some point. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> you're like, damn, John, what did you do the last two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think because I know, I know, I know what your big surprise. You got a big surprise, and um, I, I, I saw it on Facebook, so you know. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm just trying to get all my in because it's not gonna yeah, take your time. I'm, I'm I get paid by the hour. I tell people at my job, take your time, go through every single game. I don't appreciate it. I get paid by the hour. So um, I'm trying to think what else there was. I, I did, I did watch. I didn't finish it, but I did watch the last blockbuster, the the documentary on Netflix. What you think? I I like it. I, you know, it's it's. I kind of I kind of want to go to Ben, Oregon, just to see this 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 blockbuster because right. I mean it's just like it was a part of our culture in the like 80s, 90s kind of thing, and it was a a thing that I. I always remember like that was our, like like friends of ours would like we'd get together once a week and that's what we do we'd go to Blockbuster walk around for like 2 hours fighting on what movie you wanted to see you know right. and you know and they always they always did this to me they're always like hey you pick out the movie and I'd pick something and like nah I don't want to see that and then it's something like totally off like I didn't want to see it or you know like especially you sit by with like his horror movies and you're going all right you know because my, my brother would be like oh let's watch that this time or you know I'm like all right you know so so sometimes it would be you know thing and then some would be some bizarre ones that we you know like because like it like you would get there and all the new releases would be you know used up you know so hold on a sec here There we go. Sorry about that. We had a little little fluxion the power there. Should be good. Oh, can't have that. Yeah, because I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to wiggle it so that way I can hear you because you you fade out a lot and it's you know you're like so because I know you don't want to hear yourself so I'm trying to I'm trying to trying to boost it on my end but I'm just getting a lot of staticky feedback so it's not working out the way I want to. You there? Yep. <laughs> oh, you there? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Okay. We lost you there for a moment. Uh, no, no, I'm still patiently waiting. <laughs> okay. It's it's fiddle and fiddle, 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 fiddle. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's the best I'm going to get, and you're going to be really low now. So, yay. Okay. You sound like you're like in a Not machine there. or something. <laughs> uh, no, it's probably because of facing my air conditioner. Oh. That okay. Does that sound any better? That sounds better. All right, I'll face the opposite direction. <laughs> Woo! Two weeks off, we were like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So anyway. Yeah. So that's basically it. I, I mean, you say it's, uh, you know, I mean, I can go through the movies if you want real quick. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I got, uh, I got bad boys for life. Cause I did, I did pick up, I have still, I haven't seen any of them, but I, but I did pick up bad boys one and two and you're like, Oh, it's so good. You have to see it. I'm like, all right, I bought them. And then I'm like, you know what? 
let's let's throw that in the mix. You know, I'll, I'll get somebody to, to buy it for me. So I got to pay it for his life. Uh, this movie I would never pay for, so that's why I got it as a gift was Zoolander two, number two. <laughs> I Zoolander two. Uh, that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Zoolander one. Yeah, I mean the Zoolander one was great. You know, then the true was like I think it was just it was too long of a first sequel to happen. So that's kind of why. Right. Um, I did uh, two other ones uh, that I these were all DVDs by the way so far. Uh, these two that you're calling, I, I mean, I didn't see them on Blu-ray. They might be on Blu-ray, but I didn't see them. But one was uh, Doc Savage, uh, Doc Doc Savage, sorry, Man of Bronze. This is a '70s movie, and it, he's like one of those early pulp uh, magazine type of uh, characters, like uh, 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 the Shadow and uh, uh, the Phantom. The, the those you know characters you know and they have movies the doc savage is like kind of like one of the first superheroes that were you know that's where a lot of superheroes are inspired by so i i was right. like oh yeah they have a movie out i'm gonna watch that so i haven't seen that yet but i i, I got it and um for the female uh heroes sheena queen of the jungle um it came with with- Roberts? yes nice <laughs> you faded out yeah, because I think something is... I'm going to have to put you on hold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we had a glitch there, kids. Sorry, I had to pause it there for a moment, try to figure uh, it out. See, see I was going to come back with that. <laughs> hey, that was so funny. And people were like, what? What? It'd be like the Nixon tapes, like two seconds of, like, you know, n- nothing. It'd be that like big mystery and conspiracy. <laughs> uh <laughs> Then I got, for continuing on to my birthday, uh, type of thing, I got The Island. This is a movie I really enjoyed with uh, Scarlett Johansson and... and uh, uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, thank you. Yeah, that is a good movie. Uh, one one that I was I was so disappointed that wasn't in my collection when I realized that I had to make it, you know, a fix on this. And, uh, I, you know, luckily, like, like you know, like when I found out, I was like, oh, well, you need movies here as a movie to, to buy me. Uh, the Fisher King. Oh, okay. And I have that in my collection, and I was kind of disappointed it wasn't. You know, I enjoy that movie a lot. And uh, I, I'm now getting into Terry Gilliam films, uh, and he directed that movie. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, which brings me to my next choice, which is The Adventures of Baron Mochalzen, uh, another Terry, okay. Terry Gilliam film. So I, I picked that up as well for, for my birthday. Um, and then uh, Philip K. Dick's story, uh, Paycheck, uh, with uh, Ben Affleck, Aaron Eckhart, and uh, Uma Thurman. Uh, I remember that movie. It's a good movie too. Yep. Uh, one that I'm also picking up. I'm also trying to pick up the actor of. Um, I'll think of his name in a second. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me what he was in. Uh, Professor Snape. <laughs> Alan Rickman. Oh, okay. Alan Rickman movies, but this movie I really like, and I don't know why. And I, I enjoy this movie over and over again. And I've every time I watch it, like you sit down and watch it, so I. I was like, I got to pick this up. Quickly Down Under with to, uh, Tom Selleck. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy that movie. I don't know why. I, I think it's a good movie. And he's the bad guy in it, uh, Alan Rickman. So, uh, so, oh, so. okay. I did not know that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's a, he's a, it's, it's one of those fun roles that he has that you you know, like you really know he's enjoying himself when he's, when he's playing it. Um, right. Another one with uh, The Big Lebowski. Didn't have that one. So I was like, wow, I got to pick that one up. And then uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Running Man uh, was the uh, last one there, and the and the pickups that 
that I need it. And <laughs> I got it. So I was like, yay. So, so that was uh, that was pretty much it. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head that uh, I did that was that exciting. I'm trying to think. Well, actually, we, we were watching on HBO Max, and I, f- I think it was called The Val, and it was about um, that Nexium, Next, I forget the, the cult. Uh, it's the Val, it's, uh, it's Nexium. Nexium, thank you. Girl from Smallville, the girl who played Chloe Sullivan. Yes. Uh, Allison Mack. Yes, she's, uh, she's in it, and... Uh, well, it's a documentary about like what happened and and what people were realizing what was going on and and it was it was it was my my wife was more watching it more than I was, but I would like sit in on it and I'd be like, wow, like, and I'm always fascinated with cults, like, like I'm just I am just so uh, enthralled with because it, it's just it's just so like it's like you go, how stupid are you? <laughs> like, like <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, some of some of the you know. I mean, granted, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of religion, I guess. But, you know, you, you, you go, wow. Like, especially some of the things that this guy was saying. You go, you believe this crap? Like, I'm a... I'm a- right. I mean, it does seem like... I, I have not seen it, but I feel like that's the same way with most cults. It's that you have... There has to be something... Someone has to say the right things to fill the void that you feel that you're missing in your life to want to follow a person. But I, I, I could say almost anything can be turned into a cult. I mean, True. look at our last president. I would say the people who follow him religiously are kind of like a cult people. True, and, I'm, uh, and, and I, I agree with you. But the, the, the thing is, is you, when you when you watch what he's saying, because like they, they actually put like stuff out that he's – there's teachings or whatever, and you're going, wow. Right, right, right. Like, women buy this? <laughs> like, like, I could see the guy's <laughs> point of view on this, but women buy this? Like – I'm like, wow, like, <laughs> there's a lot more dumber women out there than I thought. I mean, I thought they were a smarter race, but, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, it's people just, I guess I don't, I have not seen anything of, I have not watched any of them, but I heard it was just this wild thing. Especially when she got arrested, I was like, what? Chloe Sullivan from Smallville? What the hell? And apparently Kristen Kirk, who was lower, I mean, Lana was also, she, she, I guess you might want to say, like, she was like, wait a second, this is wrong. I'm, I'm out. You know, well, thankfully in time, or she'd be just probably in the same position that Allison's in. I think she got Allison in the cult. That was the thing. Like, I think that's, Uh-oh. yeah. I, I, I'm trying to remember the story exactly. I mean, I could be wrong. I have to watch it again. Yeah, because like I said, I didn't see all of it. I was just, like, in and out and all. But I was just like, I was just, every time it was on, I was like, I sat and watched it. It was like two hours and a shot or something like that. And you're just, you just like, wow, like really? Like, you know, she was like watching like almost every night. So every time I come up, she's, you know, I'm like, she's like a third away through it. And I'm like, wow, like, and I just end up sitting yeah. there just like. You, you used to get pulled in and it was like the first night you're just walking by and you watching, you roll your eyes. Right. Second night, you're just like, are you really still watching it? It's really that fascinating. And then you kind of pause and you watch the scene. And then the third night, you're like. What are you watching? Oh, I got some time. I'll watch it with you. And then the next night, are we going to finish that? Because I'm really into it. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I mean, more or less. I mean, I was kind of more like, like when the first time I'm like, I'm like, what is this? You know, because at first, because the Alice and Mac wasn't in the, the you know, because they start from the beginning, you know, like the whole thing. And, and so she's not there yet. She hasn't shown up. So I think it was like the third episode, you know. The, 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 right. You got to you know, you gotta pull those cards later. You got to yeah. keep them. You got to keep them guessing. Because like yeah. at the time, I think she's the only, if you're a Smallville fan, you know who that is. And it's like a big deal. But I think for most people who don't know who Alice and Mac is, they're like, 
why is she so important to this story? You know, you wait, you give her, you gotta get three episodes in before you bring in the big guns. Right. <laughs> and how quickly she like kind of rise to the ranks from like when she like first started and all. And like some of the stuff, some of the stuff you hear, you're like, holy crap, like they really do that? And it's just like, like apparently they started like playing volleyball at midnight to like 7 a.m. And I'm like, when do you, when do they sleep? Like, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm more like, who, who, who has the lights on at that late? <laughs> but it, it's like some gymnasium that they always met up in and he would, they would play and he would play like vigorously and he would go and walks a lot. Like a lot of times, like he'd be filming stuff, he'd be walking and I'm like, I'm like, does this guy ever sleep? And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, I mean, like, wait. I have to play volleyball at midnight to 7 a.m. Because it's like you can't leave early. Like it's like they that's what they say would say like like, oh, no, no. It like it would be a faux pas if, if you left before before he did uh, playing oh. volleyball and you go in. Yeah, I'm out. Like I would probably pay like to like two or three and be like, yeah, I'm getting kind of tired. I, I need to get some sleep. I got to go to work. And, you know, they, oh, no, no, that you you can't do that. And seals like that's a cult like that. Do you, you that's that's what they do they do that rigorous stuff so that way like you you just get your your mind is so warped by the end yeah, of it. You're overworked overtired that yeah. you're just so susceptible to pretty much anything it's kind of like boot camp yeah exactly that's what that's how seals are just like it's like boot camp and i'm like wow like that's just amazing like people fall for this and it's just like yeah well they they want to hear they hear something they, they believed in and all of a sudden like it's magic to them and they're you know they're in you know it's like oh okay yeah so that's what I was saying. After that, I was like kind of suckered in. I was like, ooh, like. <laughs> right. Like, when's the next episode? Because, like, one time it ended. I'm like, want to watch the next one? She's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, suck. <laughs> <laughs> give me all the good shit. Now you're going to leave me hanging. No, man. First one's free. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, have to, I have to watch it. I mean, I was interested in it. I just. My plate's been kind of full with my TV watching. I'll get to that. My my got some some stuff too. Um, yeah, I, I, I it's it's on my list of things to watch. Okay, so that's, yeah. that's pretty much it. I mean, I picked up a few more movies, but you know, we'll get to those when we get the releases of the week. And- oh, you, you bought releases of the week movies? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. All right. Um, let's see. I have successfully gone around the earth another year. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's right, that was... birthday. That's the reason why we didn't do it two weeks ago, yeah. On the uh, on the ninth, I was like, okay, I, Stacey and I went out for dinner for my birthday. Um, and then I got the um, the Mandalorian, his ship, as a gift for my birthday, a Lego, a Lego set. Um, what's it called again? The what was that? The Razor Crest. Yes, you know. So I got I got that. It's like over a thousand pieces. I'm like, all right, I gotta find time to make that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, then uh, work, work, work. I've been watching Gotham. Um, I'm in like the middle of the third season. Okay. I, yeah, middle of the third, and I kind of. Okay, I think when we talked about it on the show, people who've been listening to every episode know that I was kind of like, eh, about the whole show because every time I watched an episode, it's like you have Harvey Dent being like a 20-something-year-old lawyer and Bruce Wayne being a a 13 or 14 or or actually I think 15-year-old boy. Mm -hmm. It kind of loses the dynamic that you know what's 
potentially going to be, you know, like Two Faced, Two Faced, and Batman. Um, and then I had to kind of like separate myself. Okay, it's kind of like an Elseworlds story, but now I kind of feel like it kind of leads into Batman sixty six a little bit because <laughs> because it's kind of campy. Um, the the bad guys they were doing like bad guy of the week type deal uh-huh. um and they always had like somebody who's relatively f- either was famous or still is um do like a, a cameo part as a cameo bad guy or the person it, it's kind of like the the law and order svu for nerds you know like uh-huh. oh i know that person from that thing and that thing and that thing and they're here as a guest star to walk on and go say my lines and leave you know um um, it, the the plot, the storyline is the Arthur, um, the Mad Hatter, his sister Alice, blood makes people crazy. Um, so Captain Barnes is now the he's in the Arkham Asylum. I know he be, he's the executioner. Um, and then Lee Thompson, she got married to Falcone's husband, but he was um, infected and. James killed him instead of bringing him in alive. But in all fairness, he was about to stab her. But when he shot him, the knife fell into the water. So there's no murder weapon. So now everyone's mad at him. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, because, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, it, it's kind of like the James Gordon story, really, uh, which I, I don't mind. It's not a bad show. Like, I'm not hating it. I'm, I'm enjoying it, is basically what it comes down to. I, I am more interested. The Penguin Riddler story stuff. I think they're they're pretty much my Tim for me. The stars of the show. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's you know they just brought in Catwoman's mom. They brought in the Court of Owls this season, and I'm like, all right, I got gotcha. you. You know, like, all right. So how like I'm waiting. F- and actually, the next episode I'm about to watch is they bring Jerome back um, back alive. I don't I don't really know exactly how but they also do the whole his face is missing type thing like they did in the death of the family storyline mm-hmm. um so i'm like all right i'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing how that plays out um but that's it and that's probably the main reason why i haven't watched like love death and robots or the vow because it kind of like kind of i'm like well i only got like a season and a half left but technically two seasons i know the fifth, se- fifth season is um a short season. Mm-hmm. It's the oh, well, we were canceled, but they gave us money to to finish it all up, you know. Okay. Um, so then there's that. Um, then we last week. This is the big, the, the bigger news. <laughs> yeah. um, last week, my I come home from work, and my dad was like, "Hey, I had to let you know. I had to put. We had a Rottweiler." Um, and my dad had to put her down because she had an aggressive form of cancer. Oh. Um, so it was, it was kind of like a, a surprise. Like it was like, no one really knew. Um, and the vet's like, well, we could, you know, we could do something about it, but you would only get like a couple months out of her, like to maybe easier, but it won't for like comfort wise. My dad made the decision to put, to put her down. <clears throat> so that led him to go, I want to, get an, another dog you know so it was like okay like what, what are we gonna do <laughs> you know um then 
Stacy and I, we were out one night having something to eat. And Stacy mentioned, like, my dad and my sister kind of go to this, um, like, farm, I guess you want to say. I'm I'm going to be really bad at the lead up to this because I don't really know much of where they go to get their dogs. All I know is that Stacy mentioned that we go to, there's a pet shop right by the movie theater that we go to the movies to go see. Mm-hmm. She's like, what about there? And I was like, well, from what I always know is they usually just have mostly puppies, not really dog dogs, because my dad didn't want a puppy because he's up there in age. None of us are really home all the time to be able to be like on puppy duty, you know, 24 um, seven. So it was just going to be like, what's, oh, I'm like, but let's go and see. Like, I, I don't know. So we drive up there, we walk in, and I see this, I would say, kind of like tan and white pit bull, basically, is the best way to, to, to describe the dog. And she's eating like a bone. Um, and I'm right away, I'm interested to see how she is with the bone, because the, the Rottweiler wasn't really the most friendliest of dogs. I mean, she was lovable and she loved us. But if you were, if she was eating a bone, if you try to reach, she'd growl. She was a little aggressive, mm-hmm. a little too aggressive for me, to be honest. Okay. Um, but, you know, I loved her just the same. You know, you just kind of work around it. So I'm curious about with this dog. It's a pit bull and she's like medium sized dog. But pit bulls have a bad reputation and all that. So I was I was curious about like what her mannerisms were. So we, we talked to somebody and they, they let us into like the little pen that she was in and she was sweet. She was lovable. She like let us pet her. Um, she kind of gave us some licks and stuff like that. But then she went right back to the bone. You know, like I couldn't, couldn't even be bothered with us. And right away I'm like, well, I kind of like that. You know, that means she's not going to be, she'll, she's willing to settle in to doing something. Um, but then one of the girls came in. She's like, hey, you know what? You got people here. And she grabs the bone right out of the dog's mouth and moves on. Dog didn't do anything like just was like hey what, what the fuck like <laughs> i was I, I was i was doing that you know <laughs> so uh right away i was like okay well this might be a good dog to have in the house because my dad didn't want a small dog because you know he's older and he's you know we walk the dog at night and you know we don't live in the best of neighborhoods mm-hmm. um so he kind of wants big scary dog. I'm like, okay, well, she's not big scary dog, but she is of a breed that is known to be scary, mm-hmm. you know. So maybe that might be a little better choice, you know. So and her name's Rue, right? And so we come home. We're like, hey, Dad, you know, like we we tell him the story of how we, we how we wound up there, and he's like, well, go get the dog, and we're like, but like what? Like, don't you want to go see her? You know, like, no, no, I trust you guys, you know, you know, and, and being that's a pit bull, you know, there was some, we had like some discussions about it, uh, between me and my sister and like, kind of like, like real, like, well, do we want this dog in the house, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so that's like, it'd be fine. Just go get dog. Okay. So we, you know, we, it was like, you have, in order to show commitment, you had to put like half down on the dog and then half to pick half up half later, you know, when you pick the dog up. <laughs> You know, and you have to fill out a form because it's like they want to make sure that the dog's going to a good house. So, you know, you got to like, you know, do you murder people? No. You know, do you eat human flesh? No. All right, you can have a dog. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so we, we 
basically put half down. And then that was on a Sunday. And then Monday and Tuesday, Stacy and I, we, we went over to the play. Well, Monday night we went over uh, to go see her, uh, to bond with her. And long story short, we wound up with two dogs. <laughs> that's like that's like that's like a story like you're telling you're telling a murder mystery and before the person dies you tell who did it (laughs) whoa 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 slow your roll there son (laughs) you missed the piece here you you get you you go in and you're like putting the half down you're buying with another dude buying with a dog and now you have two like how did that happen so yeah that that's that's the story um when we told dad about it you know he went he did eventually go over to see the dog but there was an older dog there as well about five kind of big uh, the best way I could describe this dog, Ed, is... And Stacy actually did it the best way. Did you ever see one of those like sports movies? I'm going to say the football comedy movies. And you have the big linebacker that kind of has like a kind of like big shoulder. Not the smartest. Might be a little cross-eyed. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just, just big and like <laughs> kind of thing. The big oaf. Um, right. Yeah, big oaf. Um Dopus Maximus is what I would call him. You know, uh, so at the time, Dad saw the dog and he inquired about it. And apparently, the dog's been there for a couple months and it's older dogs. So, no one really, like, you know, older dogs don't tend to get adopted. Everyone wants the young buck, young pup, so that they can have play time and stuff like that. Um, but this dog is, is big, you know. Um, I don't know exactly what breed he is because uh, we're going to find that out like when he goes to the vet and stuff. But So we already have half a payment down on the, the on Rue. So we're going Wednesday to pick her up Rue and Dad and Danielle come in and um, my sister, Danielle, because um, they were coming together because my sister wanted to be there for that. And apparently my dad kind of bought the older dog too at the same time because they because he they walked together and they 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 walked well together and they interacted well together that was one of the things about the rottweiler that we had she wasn't really i I wouldn't say friendly to other animals sometimes other people Mm -hmm. you know um but these two dogs were very friendly to other people, like especially more more so me and you know Stacy and Dad, and they were kind of like lovable pups. Like I said, the, the big one's big and lovable. He just tends to forget how big he is. I think at times. Um, so we wound up getting both dogs. We renamed them because at the time, my dad is a big Aliens fan of the Alien series. Mm-hmm. So we had a girl. Pitbull, and we figured it'd be nice to name her a Ripley, you know, after you know Sigourney Weaver's character right. in the Alien franchise, right. first first female action star, really, you know, like she kind of broke the glass ceiling, as someone would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it poses a problem that now we got a big big male dog too. So my sister went with Hicks, who is the male character in the second movie, who makes throughout the whole second movie. But so yeah, two dogs, nice. two dogs, Ed. 
Um, they get along for the most part. And I say for the most part because they haven't gotten any fights. They tussle like any two dogs would. The problem, Ed, I, I think I'm a helicopter parent. A helicopter parent? A helicopter parent because – uh, like the first couple nights, you know, like she's there, and she's here, and 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 and. I got it. <laughs> Go on, though. please. Well, no. <laughs> well, I'm going to say first of all, Stacy had some guidelines and some rules. Day one, threw some of those rules out the window. Just saying. Um, for example, dog was never going to sleep under the covers. Dog should never sleep under the covers. First night, dog's under the covers. <laughs> <laughs> and she is lovable, and she is sweet, and she is, uh, for all intents, perf, you know, purposes, perfect. She doesn't really bark a lot. Um, she kind of keeps doesn't keep to herself, but you know, when she's she stays, she sleeps in our room, um, but she sleeps through the night. Um, and she kind of lets us know when she has to go out. So she kind of has some ingrained. I don't know if it, she had some training before we adopted her, or if maybe she's just super smart. Mm. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be like a proud dad. She's just super smart. <laughs> she's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem, not a problem. It's more like a hurdle that because the two dogs there's always a jockeying of position who they think is should be the alpha dog in the house mm-hmm. there's people who don't know they decide that by who is going to hump the other one you know it's <laughs> usually just it's it's usually just posturing you see that some dogs they always tell you know, the dog jumps on the human starts grinding up against a leg it's you know that's that's the action that's happening um mm-hmm. so we kind of have the big dog every once in a while kind of try to mount the little one, you know, and the little one doesn't get, doesn't really, well, fights it, but avoids it for the most part. But then just recently the, the Ripley's been like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm kind of comfortable around here. I'm going to see how you like it, bitch. You know? <laughs> so, you know, if, if Hicks is laying down and, and she kind of walks over and they start playing, she'll just jump on him and start like, you know, doing the, the, the thrusting motion. And then he's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? And you can just see in her face going, that's how I feel, bitch. You know? <laughs> like, and I'm just like, yeah, well, you show him who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> but the first day we had them, he, for lack of a better term, Ed, I had to make sure that my dog didn't get date raped. Because <laughs> I'm watching him. And all of a sudden, Red Rocket, Red Rocket. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 sir. No, sir. She, now, he's neutered and she's spayed, but the the instinct is still there. Right. You know, so you can't you can't get that out of him. So I'm like, oh, no, sir, not to, not, no. You let, you, you, no, she's a princess. She needs to be taken out. At least, you know, four course dinner. Like, you know, no, you get none of that. And. For all intents and purposes, she's your niece. <laughs> you know? We in the south. Yeah, come on. Like, what are you doing? You know. Um, but yeah, it was. It was. It was like that's again the the dad in me was like, you don't touch her, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you put that thing away, young man. <laughs> uh, 
So the last couple of nights, it's been you know it's been dog central here because now we got two dogs, and now there's some logistic issues. Being that you know Stacy has a job, I have a job, Dad has a job, so it's kind of like we don't really want them all running the house, you know, by themselves because he's kind of big and oafy. And in the first day we brought him home, he wanted to jump into our bay window that we have in front of the house. And that's, wasn't a good sign. Like it was just like, you can't just, you can't do that. Sorry. There's not really much of a support system there. Mm. You know, <laughs> it's like, that's not, it's, it's ill-advised young man, but he, he's a dog. He doesn't know. So we had to kind of like, mini barricade some stuff up um but it's like it's kind of like this now it's you know like okay well i went to work stacy had all she took off the next day you know because she didn't leave the dog by herself you know went to bond um so that was fine but friday was kind of like the first day that we were that day that she when i went to work she stayed home i was a nervous wreck I almost feel like calling her like every hour going, how's, how, how is everything going? Because I was, I was very like worried. I was like, I hope, hope dog's okay. Hope she's, you know, still like in the house and I hope she hasn't gotten into a fight with the big dog. And I hope she's, you know, like at the time it was, I hope she's not going to poop or pee in the house. And she, you know, it's, it's, it's those little things where like when she's sleeping, I'm, you know, making, I'm, I'm like, parents, every <laughs> right <laughs> like at, at night when she's sleeping i'm like looking over making sure that she's you know doing okay because mm-hmm. she sleeps in her room she's got herself a little spot you know when she gets in there because like right now i'm looking at her asleep on the bed <laughs> you know and and she and she's not uh, a light sleeper she snores and she sometimes has those little doggy dreams uh, where they're like you know like twitching a little bit or maybe you get like a little bark out of them while they're sleeping yeah. you know um but the problem is is that she's a little bit of a princess because she is dramatic as fuck <laughs> like if i tell her like okay if i'm like okay you know you gotta come down off the bed because i need to sleep in that bed now she kind of grumbles and she's like and you gotta she becomes like dead weight she just lays there and she's like, I'm not moving. You're going to have to drag me off of this bed, sir. And it's like, well, I'm dragging you off this bed. She's like, fine, but I'm going to go. But tough, you know, but she's, but she'll be like, the entire time. It's like, like, don't, don't argue with me. Like, you're going to go, this is your spot now. Go lay down, you know. (laughs) And then she'll, she dramatically sighs and throws herself to the ground. (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> like she'll she'll just casually walk across the floor, and then she'll just go, <sighs> and then thunk. Like she'll just drop down and just be like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm done dogging today, and I'm just going to go to sleep. <laughs> I've I've done everything I can. Screw you guys. I'm done." And then like ten minutes later, she's like, "You know what? I'm, I think I got a little bit more in me." And then she'll like walk like five feet, and they go like, "Nah, I'm done." You know. <laughs> You know, like, uh, great. I guess I got a, a high maintenance dog. <laughs> Add it. Well, a dog who thinks she's high maintenance, but she's not. She's like I said, you couldn't ask for like a perfect dog. Right. It's, it's like right out the gate. You know, I have to. I have to admit, that she. I feel like you know, like, oh my god, we got so lucky because I know that there's so many people out there who get a dog and they're just like, oh my god, they're a handful. Especially when you adopt, you never really know what you're getting. Like she's got um. She came from Mississippi, so um, 
you know, another Southern girl making her way up north, <laughs> just like her mama. <laughs> you know, so that was that's 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 the big news. I've also been gaming too. I had a game that came out uh, the week of my birthday that I'll, I'll talk about later. Um, that I would say is probably the biggest news that is that uh, we're a two dog house now. Um, so there's that. Any questions? Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I did have the one question, but you answered it already. What happened to your your other dog? Because I, I, because you when you, I saw the post, you were a two dog family. So that's a shame. I'm I'm sorry for your loss, and you know, uh, <clears throat> I know it's always tough. You know, so I mean, that's like when we we lost our cat. Uh, uh, we we replaced her. Like we we waited every year because we knew we were going. Uh, to Japan, and because uh, we planned that for for before she passed away, and so, right, you know, so we didn't want to we didn't want to start with a new, you know, cat, and you know, then go away, and you know, and, and I, have, I have problems with that, so we ended, you know, that's why we ended up waiting a, a while before we we got we got the, the, the our new one, and and she's uh, she's been great, you know, like as a, she's a drama queen as well, so I I know you're I know you're because <laughs> you know, it's like it's like no, you can't have this fine and she throws herself down and you know she gives that look like oh, like like i i have a tough life <laughs> right like uh, if i could just leave i would <laughs> like i'd kill you in your sleep if i didn't depend on you to feed me <laughs> uh it's still so yeah, uh, yeah, good on us. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm hoping that I'm just going. Okay, can I hope just be able to sleep through the night tonight without her waking me up? Going, hey, I got to pee. Hey, I got to pee. <laughs> you know, because she—that's what she does. She just kind of—I you know, mean, she doesn't pat me on the shoulder and says, Psst, "Hey, I got to pee." You know, she just kind of—I can hear her rustling. And so far, she hasn't like jumped on me to make sure I'm awake. But I've, I've last night we had a, a, um, a rough night, and I blame myself because I didn't take her for her walk when we got home from a major event for her. Yeah. We went over to my friend's house, and they have a dog, and we went to make sure that the two dogs got um, along because sometimes when before COVID, Stacy and I would dog sit the dog. So now we have to make sure that if you know we're going, because Stacy is determined to take Ripley wherever we go now. It's you know, it's now like a might as well just get a, get a big ass purse for her to sit in, so Stacy can carry her. <laughs> like, oh, you know, let's see if there's like a dog backpack that you know we can have like a baby carrier because that's where she would. She's like, I'm gonna take him to we'll take her to work, and uh, we're gonna take her to dog parks. And I say what businesses allow dogs. <laughs> she just googled what businesses allow dogs. Like, uh-huh. she's like there bonded their besties i mean she's trying to get shoes and dresses and i'm like this is supposed to be a a, 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 a mean dog <laughs> no she's a princess i'm gonna get her shoes because it's hot outside and i don't hurt her to burn her toe beans <laughs> okay and i'm like oh my god this dog's gonna be dressed in a pink tutu and a tiara by the end of the summer <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come the winter time, she'll be wearing a fur coat because <laughs> she's chilly. <laughs> you know, 
just galoshes and you know like oh look we got the dog crocs our own little pair of crocs walk around the house <laughs> see but that's the thing ripley and daddy should have matching crocs Ed, Ed, funny you mention that. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> no. So, okay. Here's, I walk around the house barefoot, um, and the dog is good enough to be on a leash, and we can take her outside out front. We have a lawn, lawn out front. We have, so have a lawn out back. Um, so before, I'd be like, okay, well, at nighttime, she was having problems going down our basement stairs for about a day so it was kind of thought of the fact that well maybe we'll just i'll put her out front i'll stand out there in the grass and you know hold her while she does her business stacy's like well i and i'm a sneaker person so i would have to put a pair of sneakers on and all that stuff and and that it just takes a little too long so stacy talked me into getting a pair of crocs <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth they're gray <laughs> it's because they didn't have black in my size. <laughs> so I, I have a pair of Crocs that I wear only for the house. I'm not going to be wearing them out and about like, oh, I'm going to go to the mall today. Let me just wear my Crocs. Just, I'm not that person. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just need myself a nice little robe and I just stand out there in the middle of the yard. You know, with with Crocs on and my robe half open, holding a little dog. You, you could be, you could be, you could be, you could be the 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 twenty first century dude. You could have a white Russian in a robe with your Crocs on. <laughs> See, now I was thinking I could be the ne- the Buffalo Bill. He's <laughs> got the little dog, the robe, dancing around. Oh, you fuck me, I'd fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, baby! I'm gonna do the tuck and how to get my robe on. Like, goodbye, horses. <laughs> Stacy, where she wears to me, like, bring home some lotion so I can put it on my skin, or else I'll get the hose again. <laughs> we should have. We should have named her Precious. Taking it back, <laughs> taking Ripley back, car precious. <laughs> give me precious. Put the lotion in the basket. Let's get those again. Put the fucking lotion in the basket. Oh, this dog lifted her head up. I know. I got yelled at because I scared the dog. <laughs> I'm a, a hashtag dog dad. Oh, oh, joy. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, I I have gotten, I've gotten, um, did I get any movies this week or last week? No, I bought some digital stuff. Um, I also did like, oh, $2, you know, like, oh, I got a $2 copy of this or a $2 copy of that. Um, Like right now, I I think... uh, I haven't done anything super special. They have, uh, Rico, I think one of the movies that you bought recently is on sale already for $10. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I wonder if Ed, I wonder how that worked out. So, Ed, what movies 
came out the past couple weeks, and what have you bought? Oh, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a best of for the last two weeks, uh, okay? Because there wasn't really much you know going on in terms of it, but as of two weeks ago, which I think is the, the movie you're going you're, you're going to tell me was on sale was Justice Society World War Two was the movie. I did pick this up when it was released, and I probably paid I think like I think I paid eighteen for it. Uh, okay. all said and done with tax and all like you know so like 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 it, it was a blu-ray digital you know code uh type of deal so you know i i haven't seen it yet you know okay. i'm kind of waiting for you know I, I i i i've been trying to watch movies but it's like it's really hard like to me like a movie's like a shareable moment you know like i kind of think and i kind of miss you coming over and like watching <laughs> right. a movie, you know like i think so um but uh yeah i haven't seen it yet i'm going to eventually uh, you know hunker down and watch it because i i am curious about it because it, it's kind of it's kind of like a flash story really you know i mean it's you know wonder woman in the cover but you're going yeah it's really gonna be about the flash you know it's well it's according to the plot it looks like it's the justice leaks or justice society of america which is uh a wonder woman um a, a flash i think barry allen flash or or no jay garrick um i think it there's like there's a crew of people and for some reason the current day flash winds up back there i don't know why that's needed like couldn't you just have the story with them in it like why do you need to modernize it or bring an element from the 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 future into it i I don't i don't know why or how or what what the storyline for that is i'm like couldn't you just have let it let it be like make make it a, a period piece story like i'm i'm sure I mean, it worked for Wonder Woman, the first one. Yeah. You know, it, you, you could have maybe gotten away with it for this one or used it to, well, again, not having seen it, I don't know what happens to current day Flash or what he does to alter a timeline because that's kind of what he does. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, that was, I mean, that was pretty much it for that week. I mean, there was some other, like, you know, re-releases put out and, uh, you know, in terms of video games here real quick. Uh, uh, Bahala, uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, Bahala, uh, I guess the Wrath of the the Druids, the DLC was out, so I think that would probably be the biggest thing that. Oh, and Man, Man, Mass Effect Legendary Edition also came out, uh, this that week. So that's the that's the I think the two games that you're gonna uh. uh, uh be excited for i guess right i mean uh, well i mean the well the valhalla stuff i mean i finished and played the game so i've already traded that in i don't i don't usually subscribe to season passes unless it's like with my job sometimes i get lucky and they give me a game and that game is like a gold edition because it comes with the season pass but outside of that i obviously i didn't i didn't do that with valhalla i didn't get that with valhalla so i never got the season pass so i'm kind of move but i did get mass effect uh, the legendary edition i did i was playing it a few hours ago um i don't know like have you ever played the three games no okay well okay it's it's mass effect one two and three um the first mass effect was a uh, xbox 360 exclusive that's when i first played it it was back in 2007 wow 
Um, so yeah, that's how long ago the game went. And I think the third one was in 2012. So it's been quite some time. It's been 10 years since, you know, or not 10, nine years since the third one came out. Now they did do a fourth one called the uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Didn't do as well. It, it kind of, I'll be honest, didn't. I think they were trying to reboot a series when they should have just continued on. But I, I, one, two, and three is like a nice story. It's got a great arc, and it's by the company Bioware, which makes Dragon Age, and they also made the the um, Knights of the Old Republic PC game back in the day. Mm. And you can kind of tell because back in on Knights of the Old Republic, they had you know you could your decisions based upon whether or not you were more light side or dark side well they incorporate that in they that works so well that they incorporate that in with the mass effect line we're called the paragon system Par- paragon renegade where the decisions that you make helps you know whether you're a guy or a, a well-liked person or a hero versus a an anti-hero i would say right. not not going to say a villain because i i i think you're more of an anti-hero you know um like for example Today, I could have let a creature go. I could have killed it. And depending on my answers, it has, you know, it, I would have either gone light side or dark side. Um, but what was always really fascinating about the game is I loved the first game. First game I thought was great. It's your standard sci fi action role playing game. Think, you know, Fallout, Skyrim, mm-hmm. um, you know, like all those heavy role playing classic games. Um, which I love a single player campaign, you know, multiple paths, quests, decisions that you make do reflect on your character and how sometimes who lives and who dies in the game. But what was more fascinating was that after you get them the first one, when they came out with the second one, apparently the decisions that you made within the first game applied to the second game. You know, like if you made some choices in the first game, like, um, for example, spoiler, not really much of a spoiler. Again, the game's 13 years old, so think of it for what it's worth. Um, at the end of the game, you get a choice to make whether or not there's a thing called the Citadel, and um, there's a council, and that council kind of dictates it's a, a bunch of alien races, and they're kind of snobbery, kind of like, you know, we've been doing this for a long time. You're a human. You know, slow your roll. You don't, We know better than you because you're kind of an annoying creature kind of deal um but at the end you have the opportunity to save the council or let the council die in order to save uh, somebody else or saw another group of people mm-hmm. um and depending on what your choice is affects the second game whether or not the council's there or not it's not like you know they don't they didn't take their own storyline like you get to carve out your own little story between the three games wow. and what happens in the first game had a effect on the third game too. So like they were really good at keeping like those, the connecting the tissue, so to speak, to make sure that, you know, the, the choices that you made in the first one could come back and either bite you in the ass in the third one or help you out in the third one. But you had no idea. You just kind of, you just play the game. You know, like you just play the first one. And you're like, okay, well, this is really, really good. And then you find out the you play start playing the second one. Now, the second one was both the PlayStation Three. It's finally it became multi platformed, um, but it was for the PS Three uh, and the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. 
at the time, I'm more of a PlayStation person, so I was able to get the second game for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And for the people who, since they didn't have a Mass Effect 1 for the PlayStation, what they did was they gave you like this uh, interactive comic that you'd play beforehand and that you could make the major decisions from the first game so that it would tell or made what you happens to you in the second game. Right. So, no, and it was nice because I remembered what my, I kind of remember my choices because they were, they were very like, um, uh, groundbreaking. You might say like, you know, you let this, like there's, there's those, you know, like moral dilemmas, like, do I do this or do I do that? And you kind of, that kind of resonates the story, the, the, the writing and the story and the, the themes are, are enough to kind of like etch in your memory. Like, there's actually the game is so popular that your insignia, the N7 logo, has uh-huh. got its own official date. November seventh is Mass Effect Day. It's kind of like you know people buy Mass Effect stuff or they wear their best Mass Effect stuff, you know, or get tattoos, and it's kind of how deep and enriching the the story is and the world that they created. So having them get to remaster. The first one, second one, and third one, they not only remastered the first one, but they pumped up the graphics. They fixed some major bugs or some major errors. Because, I mean, you're looking at a game that's 2007. I'm playing it, and I'm like, I don't really remember it. I mean, it looks great, obviously, Mm -hmm. because it's it's working real good. But there's just some stuff going on. I don't really remember. It's playing that part. And then it's like, oh, now I remember. Like, it's because I only went through one playthrough. But everybody else, like people who multiple people, like um, a coworker, also loves the series. And he's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, he's playing on the insanity level, and he's you know doing this. I'm like, you "Guys are just crazy." I'm just trying to enjoy myself because I ain't got that kind of time anymore <laughs> to be able to dip my toe in the water. Just kind of like I'm, um, I'm enjoying it. I think it's great, and it looks great, and it plays great, and everything's smooth. And I'm like, "Woohoo! This is awesome!" Like I, it really is. I mean, for I, I would say that as a person who doesn't really go back to do remastered games, this is one of my favorite, you know, of the of like all time series. So to be able to play it again, it was it's it's a treat for me. So if you've never played, you're in for a treat. I'm telling you, like it's one of those games that will consume your time. You know, so that gets a, a a big on a scale of one to ten. I give it an N seven. I'm really looking. For, there's like a photo mode that you can do, and I'm actually really looking forward to like getting to the second one because the second one has it's to me had the more richer colors to it. So I'm like looking forward to getting like screen captures and some photos so I can have like some different backgrounds on my PS4. You know, <laughs> you know so that's that's uh, it's my pick of the week that that first week. All right. What else? So what came out the set last week, Ed? Uh, so the next week after that was uh, Ryan the Last Dragon came out. Um, so people who bought that early access for 30 bucks, you can get it. You can get the Blu-ray DVD combo with the uh, digital code for 25. <laughs> Suckers. And then, of course, if you don't really want to do that, which you don't have to, um, January, uh, not January, this uh, June fourth, uh, the uh, it will drop on Disney Plus. 
So if you have a Disney Plus account for five bucks or six bucks or seven bucks, I don't even know what it is now anymore. Um, uh, you can buy a month and uh, watch it that way. So you, you, you sure. Can so, um, the other one, uh, the other shout out for last week was uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High got a Criterion Collection. So uh, really, yes. I'm gonna have to look into that one because I really like that. I like that movie. It was one of those first, like, uh, I think one of the f- one of the first are uh, few, like, you know, in your life you finally get a VHS, a VCR, um, and then you get to rent movies or get people to rent them. I think Fast Times at Ridgemont High was one of the first R-rated comedies I watched on VHS yeah. after Caddyshack. <laughs> <Of course>. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's the, I think the, I mean, there really wasn't much in video games that were uh, really standout stars, I don't think. Uh, there was nothing much. Uh, so let's move on to uh, coming up this week and uh, releases of the week. Yes, Ed, what's coming out? Um, we have uh, a lot of 4Ks are coming out. We have The Birds coming out, Psycho. Uh, the Final Countdown, Super 8, and My Fair Lady all getting the 4K release. Uh, Ooh. So, yes. Um, the first time on Blu-ray, uh, City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's getting, it, it's getting its own Blu-ray release. Those uh, people are eagerly waiting the uh, long-awaited sequel to City Slickers 1 on Blu-ray. Congratulations. Now your, your, what do you call it? your set is complete. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have uh, The Explorers, uh, a collector's edition coming out um, uh, for Blu-ray. Uh, which is the first time it's coming on on Blu-ray. So this is a movie that I enjoyed from the 80s. Uh, so it's, can... a, it's, it's a kid's movie, right? Yeah. It's about three okay. kids that uh, make a spaceship and go into space uh, based on a dream that they have from an alien that wants to uh, see them and they find out he's a kid and, you know, things. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a heartwarming movie. It's good. It's got Ethan Hawke and, um, so, uh, yeah, I remember there was that movie, and then there was another movie similar to that, like um, at the same time. But I remember leaning more towards that one than the other one, obviously, because I remember the name of this one. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, All right, what else you got? Twelve Monkeys is getting a steel book this week, a limited edition steel book. So, uh, uh, really? yes, so you might want to look for that. Uh, I guess it's, it's coming out in four K. No, just on Blu-ray, believe it or not. Really? It's still not huh. getting the 4K release yet. I don't know why. It must um, be an anniversary. Yeah. So, Ed, just let you know, a Terry Gilliam movie. Yeah, I know. I know. I actually I actually ordered that movie. I didn't order the Steelbook Blu-ray. I just ordered the DVD uh, a week ago, and then I found out this was coming out. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, I don't think I own 12 Monkeys. You don't own 12 Monkeys? Which is weird for me because not only does it have Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt, it's set in Philadelphia. <laughs> and you talk about 12 Monkeys more than anything. Cause, yeah. Because you, you've harped on me how I have never seen it. And you're like, you've never seen 12 Monkeys? How could you? <laughs> it's a great movie. It it's is. a phenomenal movie. I'm just like, I'm wondering, maybe because I've seen it so many times. I, then again, there's a part of me that thinks like maybe I do have it and I just don't know I have it. Like, right. I, like what's going to happen is tonight, when I go downstairs, look at the collection, I'm gonna be like, "Do I have twelve monkeys? I got maybe I do have twelve monkeys." Like one of those, like I got it for like five bucks at some point. <laughs> you know, it makes me think like, okay, well, if there's a steel book coming out, it must be an anniversary edition. Right. Like maybe I don't, maybe I don't have it. I'm hoping I don't have it, so it gives me an excuse to buy it. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, Supernatural, the fifteenth and final seasons coming out on Blu-ray. 
Oh, um, that means there's going to be a box set coming. Well, as <laughs> you spoke too soon because, yes, there <sighs> is. The complete series with digital copy is coming out <sighs> this week on Blu-ray for you to enjoy. How much, how much is that going for? I have no idea. You have to look that up yourself, sir. <laughs> you know, you keep talking. I'm looking it up right now. So that's it for the movies. Let's move on to video games while you look that up. Uh, we have Biomutant, developed by Experiment 101 and published by THQ Nordic for the PS4, Xbox One, PC, and that's coming out Tuesday the 25th. Uh, then we have King of Seas, developed by Three Clouds and published by Team 17 for the PS4, Xbox Switch and, P- Switch and PC Sorry for Tuesday, uh, May 25th. Then we have Maneater, developed and published by Tripwire Interactive for the Switch, and that's coming out on Tuesday the 25th. Uh, then we also have Shin Mega Megami <laughs> Tensei 3 Nocturne HD Remastered. I got it. Developed and published by Atlas for the PS4, Switch, and PC, and that'll be on Tuesday the 25th. Then we have Earth Defense 4th World Brothers, uh, developed by Ukes and published by D3 Publishers. And that's uh, for the PS4, Switch, and PC. And that's coming out Thursday the 27th. Then we have Odd World Collection, published by McRoids Mick, for the Switch. Uh, that's coming out Thursday, May 27th. Then we have the Idol Master Spirit Season, developed and published by Bandai Namco for the PS4 and PC. And that'll come out Thursday the 27th. Then we have Wonder Woman. Well, I'm sorry, Wonder Boy. Asha and Monster World, developed by Art Dink and published by G Choice for the PS4, Switch, and PC. And that'll be on Friday the 28th. And finally, World End Club, Club sorry, World End Club, developed by Two Koi. Wow, I don't know. KYO, so I'm going to say Koi. Two Koi. I think they're trying to do Two Cool. Uh, games and published by NIS America for the Switch, and then I'll be on Friday, May twenty eighth, and that is all the video games coming out this week. Okay, um, okay. Before we get on to a game that I know I'm picking up this week, um, let's go back. Let's resurface that Supernatural Complete Edition. Ready? Uh-huh. According to Amazon, it is two hundred and eighty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Save save seventy dollars. Apparently, it's three sixty. All right. So let's hey, let's go. What do you get for that money? Ready? Yeah. Uh, it's a, the complete series contains all 327 episodes from the series, as well as countless hours of bonus features from all 15 epic, not to be missed seasons. Uh, fans who purchase the complete series will also receive a 68-page collectible book filled with new images from the beloved series, set designs, and letters to Supernatural family from both Eric Kripke and Robert Singer. Uh, the technical specs, it is 58 discs, all right, 57 Blu-rays and one uh, from the show and one bonus disc. Uh, the approximate, to if you wanted to watch everything back-to-back, I guess, uh, runtime features approximately 13,716 minutes. <laughs> and the enhanced content, I guess, you know, the extra stuff, is 3,226 minutes. The bonus disc itself is 164 minutes. Yeah, how many minutes was the, the episodes? 13,716. Uh, 13, now, let's be honest. You want to divide that by like 42, I believe. 
because yes. that's how many. Epi- I mean, that's how many uh, episodes. I mean, it should be almost approximately uh, three hundred and twenty-seven. Should be your total. <laughs> well, if you if you do it by the hour, it's two hundred and twenty-eight point oh. six. Whew. 200 hours. That's uh, nine over, over nine and a half days that would take you to watch the whole series. No commercials, no no sleeping, no pee breaks, nothing. Right. Nine and a half days. A little over nine and a half days. Uh, uh, looks good, too. They have a picture of it, of it, what it looks like. The set looks nice. It's, it's a box. I mean, it's not even like... Like it's a giant box, and in that box looks like it's got like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven big thick Blu-ray things. It's like, oh, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> um, so the game <clears throat> that I did pre-order, mm-hmm. I think you mentioned it because I was looking up the supernatural stuff. Is Bio Mutant. Did you mention that one in your list of That was the games? first one, yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Um, Stacy put it nicely. It is Fallout meets Puss in Boots. Because <laughs> what it is is that it's a kind of like a um, – it's a world where they're you're kind of like – I want to say cat-like creatures. There's like wombats and it looks like there's other amphimop- – think Kung Fu Panda. Uh-huh. Anthropomorphic animals. They they walk. They talk. They they know kung fu. Believe it or not. Um, but the idea is, is that you are out to try to the tree of life that runs that that you know basically keeps your planet alive uh, is dying. Uh, there's a little bit of a message there because it, I think it is like a, some sort of oil that that takes over the tree that makes it you know start to die. Mm-hmm. It's like oh I, there's your message. Don't pollute. <laughs> you know, um, and it's your job to try to save the the tree of life. I think that they're calling it, um, but you have to go through. You know, obviously it's it's like quests and stuff. The um, animation looks really really good. I saw I saw this game presented. I think at an E three a f- couple years ago, a few years ago, and I was really interested in it because I didn't really tell you much. It's just basically. This cat-like creature with a sword, and he's jumping around, and you know when he hits stuff, it kind of it does like kind of like a, a Batman '66 animation. It'll go like thwack or whack or pop, you know, like it's it, while you're fighting, you have like a sword and a gun, very kind of like Afro samurai kind of feel to it a little bit. Okay. It, looked really really good and really interesting at the time and then it just as most games do when you announce something like three years or four years ago it fades into you know the distance and you never should you never think it's ever going to see the light of day um but then it popped up again and it was like oh okay well i'm i'm really interested in this game it's it's by thq the people who make like the darksiders series um or at least published by them but it looked looked really interesting and fascinating if you guess you get a chance watch the trailer or a teaser or something it looks really pretty and nice and i'm like i'm kind of like i know i'm like i'm talking about how really into mass effect but to me mass effect's more of a like uh oh i got nothing else to play i'm gonna go back to that because i played that before this one seems new and fresh and i'm really kind of looking forward to playing that one 
So I guess, you know, next show, I might have a review. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's what I'm picking up this week, Ed. Do you, are you even gaming anymore? No, I haven't gamed in a while. I mean, work's been taking up a lot of my time because even like I go like after work, I I like been going back to work and and fixing things and trying to get things to run because I'm I'm uh, making a change in our in our company in terms of uh, our technology and and so uh, you know usually it'll be like a team of people and it's just me so it's like a lot harder. To- so it's like right. you know you, you only get like so many hours in a day and then and like some things you can't do because it's like uh, i can't i gotta get everybody off the system so i can make this repair or, or this fix and all so i have to wait and then you know to, towards the end of the day or sometimes like oh, i'll just come back tonight like i'll just work so uh, a lot of that's been been taking up my time or i'm doing research on something to you know uh, understand newer technology so that way i you know can keep keep up with with uh, everything so it's 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 one of those type of things where I'm, that's what i'm doing more than playing games because a couple of times like i downloaded the new uh thing like a few weeks ago we were having uh, i think audio difficulties because i was trying to download the latest patch for cyber yeah and i i never played it i i i, I turned it on <laughs> i got the screen i'm standing somewhere and i fell asleep and like i woke up and i'm like still there and i'm like Oh, I'm glad I didn't get killed. Like <laughs> that's okay. I, I was playing Cyberpunk for a little while too, and I was getting a little further. And um, then I realized, like, okay, well, I still I did finish Spider-Man Miles Morales, so that that's that was a milestone for me because I had it for a while and never pl- had get a chance around to play it. So I kind of hunkered down and made sure that was the only game I was gonna play because I was I knew that it's a short game, it's not super long, mm-hmm. um, and I really enjoyed it. I, thoroughly enjoyed it but now it's going to be used to trade in towards biomutants save myself a couple extra shekels <laughs> <laughs> you know that's you know that's how my motivation was to finish it like i got a game coming out i kind of want to put towards that you know um so but I, cyberpunk i was playing too i didn't get bored i was just like all right there's so much to do where am i going to go what am i going to do like i guess it's 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 one of those games that you just get overwhelmed when you log in because there's so much to do and it's not even like you accepted all these quests it's just random shit that you can do in the world and you're like oh look there's a a crime i can prevent well just me just make sure okay it's a crime it's it's average the it's a moderate risk okay i'll take that i'll take that risk you know don't take anything that says high risk showing you'll get your ass handed to you (laughs) (laughs) so it's like i'm trying to be like okay i'll just casually play and it's like i i was i'm enjoying it too but it's just like there's just so much part of me sometimes just feels like i'm just gonna follow one storyline so let me just do this one thing and then get comfortable so i can feel like i can branch out but it seems like every time i try to do something i five more things pop up it's like <laughs> oh like i'm like, like i feel like i'm swimming in side quests <laughs> you get to a point where i'm like i'm like uh what was i what was i doing like was i supposed to meet up with that guy and do something and i'm like yeah whatever you know, I, I got this to do now what's my motivation yeah <laughs> Why am I here again? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know that feeling. I also know the feeling, too, the couple times playing Mass Effect, because the first game isn't, like, super action-y, and I'm playing it at nighttime after a very long day at work and then walking the dog a couple times. My body is just kind of going, 
the music is nice and soothing. So I'll be playing, and next thing you know, I'm like nodding out, and I'm going, I, I got to go to bed. I can't be, you know, I shouldn't game like this. <laughs> I gotta, you know, I got to get up early for work, and now I have to get up a little earlier because we got to, you know, I got to take the dog for a walk. Like, I'm, um, you know, dad dog now, so dog dad now, so I have, I have responsibilities. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, I have to get up early, take feed the dog because she she eats twice a day. You know, it's like, okay, feed her twice a day, once in the morning after I why I eat breakfast and yay, oh <laughs> 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 oh joy. You know? so all right, well, I do have some news and stuff. I mean, it's been a, it's been kind of I don't want to say it's been a heavy news week, but there's been some stuff that's tweaked my interest. Would you like to hear it? Oh, yes. All right. Well, first off, um, I got this from Henry Cavill's web, uh, Facebook page. I'm a fan of Henry Cavill, a.k.a. Superman. Um, and he posted this tweet. Uh, he posted this. Henry Cavill to star in Lion Gate's Highlander reboot from Chad Stalinsky. Ay, ay, ay. He, this is, he posted, it's like, he, this was, his post was, very exciting news today, this was, uh, I don't remember what day it was, but, um, I've been a fan of Highlander since I was a lad, from the movies in, in all of their 80s queen slathered glory to the TV show with an actor who looks remarkably like one of my brothers. Being not shy with swords and having a director as talented as Chad Slavinsky at the helm, this is an opportunity like no other. Deep diving into franchise storytelling with all the tools at our disposal is going to make this an adventure that I, and hopefully all of you, shall never forget. As you can see from the swipe, I've been dipping, I've been dipping into some of my Scottish heritage and inadvertently getting my baseline research underway, which he, it's a photo of uh, a book called The Bloody Kilts, um, another book called So You're Going to Wear the Kilt and uh, Alcohol. so i was like oh okay um looks like uh i mean um i i kind of feel like with him attached to it it'll get made yeah that's what i'm afraid of (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i you know it's 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 one of those beloved movies and i I know it's dated and you know it's getting up there in age and and, and yeah i'm gonna say it doesn't really age well um you know, but that's like the the the, the uh, to me that's more like the thrill of it. Like you 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 watch it just for the nostalgia reason of it, right? And and, and it's sure. and then you go you, you you it's 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 kind of along the same lines as them rebooting. Um, um, oh God, I can't think of the new the movie now. Um, uh, Brandon Lee's movie, uh, The Crow. The Crow. Yeah, thank you. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's just like it's like you said, Brandon Lee. I'm like, oh, okay. You must be talking to Crow. Yeah. <laughs> the, the you know like like you you they were gonna re you know keep they keep trying to reboot that now for the last I don't know five ten years now uh, somewhere right. in that range you know and and you uh you go yeah. okay you know great you know in, in a way and then you're kind of like you're like do you really need to make that a movie again i mean i know it was like the 90s and you know like you know i mean i'm sure you could do a, right. a lot better uh you know budget adaptation of it or whatever you know and, and, and but it's just like you go and 
but you do you really need to remake that one like you know like there's some like crappy ones like why do you like remake those like <laughs> like, <laughs> like find a terrible movie and everybody hate it and remake that and like make it better like like try that like you know hollywood like you know like, <laughs> instead of try something different take a crappy movie and make it good <laughs> let's 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 you know let's i mean you know like <laughs> it's you get to a point where you're like you know, it's just like i'm like all right they they spin all these sequels off there was shows you know for for highlander and you're going and now you want to reboot it and you're like did you really hit the low that low that you can't like come up with a, a new idea or you know like at all like that like now this has to be done and so it's like i mean granted it's now trying to do math 30 35 years uh i think it was 86 right when highlander came out uh yeah i think so 86 87 yeah. I'm, I'm, i think 86 is a little more um closer to that um to keep going i'll look that up so you know so you you know you're you're going you know is it is it really time i mean like a lot of the a lot of the fans that love highlander you know that the movies you know either you know any version of them uh you know because there's enjoyment and even in the sequels you you kind of go and you know maybe just you know let it go and just you know just just find something else you know and you know maybe when everybody's gone and you're going you know and your great grandkids or have to think of a movie you know like hey remember the highlander movie from the 80s it was really hot you know and you know fizzled out let's reboot that you know it's like you know uh, just it was eighty six. Ed, good job. All right. So yeah, so yeah. you're looking at. And the, then the, the TV show came out in ninety two. Okay. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. So it you, went from ninety two to ninety eight. Wow. Yeah, it was. It's one hundred and nineteen episodes. You, I know you were a huge fan of, of it. I mean, I, I have, I have the, the entire series on DVD. It's one of the first like DVD sets I think I bought. You know, and it was, and it wasn't even like I bought it as a, um, as a one pack. It was, hey, because back in the day they didn't they didn't do box sets like that. It was definitely like a almost mail order type deal where it's like you had to sign. Like it was like um, Columbia House, except for it was Highlander because if you bought it, it came with um, it came with like a Highlander sword um, letter opener, extra sets of discs and it was it was just massive it's a, it's a huge set because it's all it's dvds not blu-ray so the compression is not as it's 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 as big and the box sets huge you know it's huge it's awesome um yeah but i remember having that was a it was one of my like i was like i was so proud of having that because it, it was my first like full to me it was my first final commitment <laughs> it was like like I knew I was I was making adult money so I could buy adult things and be able to pay it off because it was like hey here's a here's season one here's season two season three and it was like every like every other month or something so it took me a while to get it you know and then at the very end it's like oh here's your commemorative box to put them all in you know it's this Highlander and as a thank you here's your Highlander sword letter opener and here's your they even went so far as to say, hey, here's some of the fan pick Highlander episodes that we put into a whole nother box set. It's like, oh, that's awesome. Great. But I already have all of them because I just got the whole series. I, that's a great side piece if you didn't, if you've never seen the show. But I was like, I, I don't care. It came with the whole package. But I was like, yay. It was, I felt like an adult. 
So yeah, I was a huge fan of that. Now, I, you know, I actually got um, last the, I think it was like the last comic book convention I went to. He was there, and I got an autograph with Adrian Paul. That's the Highlander from the TV show, right? You know, so yeah, so yeah, I, I'm okay with them rebooting. You kind of have to every yeah. now and again. You got to yeah, no, yeah, it, it may, may, maybe it'd be good. I mean, you never know. I mean, Henry Cavill's going to be in it, so that's a good plus, and you know. You know, you never know. It it could be it could be a really good movie. I just <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just got this, you know, like you, you just get the chills once in a while you're going, No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Um okay, well, Ed, apparently, um Hocus Pocus two has been confirmed for twenty twenty two with the original stars returning. Are you a fan of Hocus Pocus? I enjoy that movie. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I mean, like, like if like Halloween it comes on, you're going, "Hey, Hocus Pocus is on. I'm going to watch it." You know, <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I, I'm glad I have. I think I have it on. Uh, now I have to check. check. I was like, I don't think I don't think I own it, but again, with Disney Plus, you can pretty much watch it anytime you want now. At this point, like, I, I, there was a moment where I was like, "Well, do I put it in the collection or do I just watch it on Disney Plus?" Like. Or, it, like, where does it fall? <laughs> um, but it's, apparently I it's going to debut it, yeah. in 2022 and it will feature return of Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy and Jimmy. Yep, yeah, I, and I do own it, so, yeah. All right, good. Good job, good job Ed. Um, the movie was originally uh, back in 1993, so it will be almost 20 years old. 93, no, almost 30 years old. Yeah. Oof. Oi. Um, in addition to confirming the cast and revealing the release date, uh, Disney also announced that Hocus Pocus 2 will be undergoing a director change as the Eyes uh, a production starts this fall. Apparently, the proposal and 27 Dresses director Ann Fletcher will be taking over from Adam Shankman, who will be sliding over into a role of executive producer. Uh, the film will be produced by Lynn Harris with Ralph Rinter and Dave Kirshner. Um, let's see. It's uh, According to this, this is from Shankman. Now, just for the record, uh, Shankman, Adam Shankman is actually um, also a choreographer, and he's been on So You Think You Could Dance. He's done a couple movies um, directing-wise. Believe it or not, I, but he did write a letter saying, "I'm heartbroken as I am that I won't be able to direct my friends Beth Seller, Jessica, Sarah, Jessica, and Kathy in what is sure to be nothing short of a major event for Disney Plus due to scheduling conflicts. I couldn't be more pleased to be handing over the reins to Anne, who has brought so much laughter and joy into people's lives with her previous work. Um, I am still grateful and proud to help shepherd this in in ingenious project as executive producer." alongside blah, 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 um, whom I have loved and admired as a colleague and friend since she helped me get a job choreograph choreographing, choreographing Boogie Nights. Uh, now more than ever, people need to laugh. We should be laughing every day, and there's so much fun to be had with these three unbelievable women playing delicious characters from such a beloved film. I am so grateful to be able to play a part in bringing these witches back to life 
And to be working with my friends at Disney again makes it all the more special. This is a movie for everyone, from the fans who grew up with the first film to the next generation of viewers, and I can't wait to get started. Okay, now I'm going to ask, um, I as much as I remember the movie, and I as much as I like the movie, some of the things are still kind of fuzzy on me. Like, I know that they were witches, and that they were trying to... Um, like how I feel like this is like uh, they came back on an anniversary to try to get all the children. Well, right. Yeah, that, that's the thing. They, they, they were taking children's lives for, for, to, for their youth basically. And um, they, they got basically in the Salem witch trials, I think got, right. uh, you know, um, uh, burned or whatever. And they had, they spit, they cut, cast a spell and they basically, who, a virgin has to light the candle vir- uh, to bring them back. And this kid who was from California moves to Salem, Massachusetts, right around Halloween. And, you know, of course, they tell the scary story about the Sanderson sisters. And that's how, it, you know, it all comes about. And he lights the candle. And, of course, they come to life, you know, and basically they, you know, now are trying to. Uh, attract the children and they're, they're distracting the, the this putting the spell of the, the parents so they're concerned at a party it's halloween and you know that kind of thing so only the kids can stop them and uh the the, the cat is the one of the boys i think one of the one of the girls was his protector or something like that and he was he was living in this castle or, or cottage i think it was for centuries and then you know uh it was you can talk and at the end you know it all all you know, works. It all works out. It all works out. There, there. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm trying to remember as I'm telling the story. Is that's basically the premise of it, and you know, like you know, there was the the the, the sisters, um, you know, were basically. I mean, like it's it's funny. You, you, it's it sounds actually dark when I when I'm saying it because I'm like, wow, that's kind of a dark movie. But uh, you know, in Disney's hand, you know, they made it lighthearted, you know, because they were trying to get on the bus and they had no money, and then they had to get brooms, and then one of them was using a vacuum cleaner as a broom to fly around, right. then you know, so those kind of things. So you know, it was uh, it, it was goofy that way, and you know, of course, it's you know, it was like modern day '90s versus whatever the 1800s or 1700s. I think it's 1800s when they were uh, you know all burned at the stakes. So you. Uh, you know, so so it's, it's kind of like them, the old, you know, coming into modern day and how like, you know, how different it is and that, you know, they're trying to figure it out. And then they ended up reversing the spell at the end and they end up being, I think, being entrapped again. And the cat becomes the human boy because, uh, you know, the, the curse has been lifted and like that, that, that. That's so that's that was basically it. But I'm 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 more curious about like. You know, like the kids that played in, are they going to be like the adults now in this movie? Since now it's been right. Like, yeah, like are they going to have cameos in it or, or yeah, I guess, yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out in twenty twenty two. There you go. All right. Um, <clears throat> we watch the Flash. I kind of watch it differently than you do. Um, have you been keeping up with it? Yes. Okay. I don't know if you know it or not. Or if this is already too late, or if it's already happened, but Tom Cavanaugh and Carlos Valdez are leaving the Flash after season seven. Oh, yeah. Well, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
you you kind of it, it's not it's not a surprise if you're watching the flash because uh, it's 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 kind of embedded in there because um, he's been talking about that I mean I think the the what was it what was the I know Tom Cavanaugh what was the other one it was the other actor uh, it's a kid who plays vibe oh yeah he's um Valde, Val, uh, Valdez Valdez <laughs> he plays Cisco Ramon Cisco yes well Cisco Cisco Ramon uh, so Cisco has been hinting around the last couple of episodes, at least, that he wants to leave Central City and and uh, the Team Flash, basically. Like he wants to kind of, you know, uh, um, go out golf, golf with his girlfriend, and and be, you know, do something else in his life, and then you know, doing what he's doing right now, and then Kavanaugh, his character, he's been like in and out of the show. So like it's not a surprise that like they won't have him back because uh, like they they've kind of used it all up at this point they used him up the, there's there's no more no more wells because he's the wells, <laughs> you said the wells dried up the wells dried up was, you beat me to my gym uh, yeah so the wells dried up good night ladies and gentlemen get on the top good night uh, but, but uh, yeah so. So he's he's like they bring him back for something and you know like and like he disappears again because he's an entity in another timeline or you know like maybe they so you, so it's those kind of things that you know you're watching that uh, you know you know like they can't keep using him because there's there's no reason for them to use him you know at this point and I don't I don't see the show making it past another season at the like i think this is it like if they renew it it's because cw has nothing else lined up and they need you know something to fill that slot and that's basically the only reason why the flash because it's terrible <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the article says that um he's going to make his cisco's going to make his final appearance at the seven season seven finale later this year um, however, Kavanaugh's send-off remains a mystery. It turns out that Kavanaugh was originally planning to leave the series at the end of season six, but when COVID-19 outbreak forced the production producers to rework certain storylines, he agreed to stay on for a bit longer. Um, in the latest season premiere, Kavanaugh's daughter, Kavanaugh's character, sacrificed himself to restore Barry Allen's speeding abilities. However, he has made reoccurring appearances on the show since then. So yes, so that's basically uh, yeah yeah we read you know, the way the way they put it yeah it's basically there's no there's like I said there's no shock in this at all, um you know but like I said I've been I've been faithfully watching it my life my wife actually questioned it like I questioned it like two weeks ago or three weeks ago and my wife, right. and my wife questioned it last like was why are we still watching this is terrible and I'm like I'm a glutton for punishment like I I, I need to see how this ends like I, I've I've gone this far I've seen every episode of The Flash I need to see how it ends like how right. terrible it's going to end and I'll be like applauding it just because I'm like I'm thankful it's over because it's just not it's just not as good as it used to be I mean since they since since Green Arrow has been gone it just hasn't been the same. I mean, you know, and it's it's hard to feel because they're not they're, they never really interacted with each other too much. They had crossovers episodes, uh, you know, right. for the for the big you know events or whatever. But after that last one, it was just kind of like, all right, it's over. Like, yeah, I think you guys need to stop doing this. Like, <laughs> I think I think that they could have like I know that they did the 
crisis on infinite earths and at the end you know spoilers uh green hour sacrifices himself he does he, sac- he becomes a specter i believe um in it and and yeah and by the end the universes the 52 dimension 52 parallel universes all merge into one final universe then they're all on the same planet, which to me just made it easier writing that they could go like, oh, we don't have to have these events. We could have, at the time, Batwoman show up on a set if one day because now they're all in the same universe now. They're in the same dimension, so to speak. Um, I just, they could have just ended it there. Like, oh, we're, you know, we got the world working as one, you know, and then spin off some other adventures. I just, once they got rid of green arrow i felt like that they then threw the weight onto flash's shoulders but flash's shoulders isn't heavy enough in content and i don't mean content like in like storytelling to carry that load you know the flash was supposed to be the, the fun superhero opposed to the grittiness of green arrow like it was there was there was a balance there i felt watching like one and then the other it was like oh my god green arrow is so dark and dingy and, you know very snyder-esque in a way and then you go to to barry allen's flash and it's got like it's got humor it's got brightness to it and you're like all right well it it, it works well but then when you get take away one of them it just it to me it did feel like i who know who knew that legends of tomorrow was now the the to me the the diamond in the rough and I have to yep. say, it's 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 it. <laughs> Legends is is that bizarre show that like there was a point I'm like I don't know why I'm watching it. it's terrible and then it got better and you're like oh because especially when they added um, Constantine in it it was like it got right. better and I'm like I'm like oh I'm in like I I actually enjoyed Constantine's storyline in this and it was it was it was a good show now it's kind of getting stale again because it's 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 like soap opera shit away it's getting really bizarre because like 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 they like, like they're like what can we throw at them that's going to be that arcing story that's going to you know go through the season and now it's aliens you know like let's like we did the horror thing because of constantine and you know did all that and it's like okay and then before that it was the time you know riffs that they had to fix you know through thing now it's aliens and and going making these time riffs and you're going okay See, it's kind of like a, i felt the way about the show is that in the beginning they, I don't think they had any idea how long they wanted the show to last. Like they didn't have. It felt like every season could have always been its last season. And at some point, it was oh, okay. Well, we have a time traveling ship, and we're you know going to help right the wrongs in history. Then we break history and we screw everything up. And then now we fix that. And, and it's like it just seemed to be kind of like it, it. It the act itself is getting kind of stale because I feel like what they're doing is that they ran out of ideas almost like how, how do you keep getting, cause these are supposed to be like the, the, the misfits of time travel, but in order for them to remain misfits, they have to keep screwing something up or there has to be repercussions for something they did in the last season. But it's like, they're just getting to a part where it's like, we, now you guys aren't even really trying. Like I, 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 like I get it, you know. Like first time you guys are time bandits or time warriors and whatever, and then you do something to screw up time because you want to save somebody. And like okay, I get that completely. That launches launch pad for the next season. 
totally but, get it. But, then the the Constantine stuff. I'm like, okay, well now it brings in heaven and hell, and I'm like, all right, sure, okay. You know, I like I like the Constantine character and the character arc, but then it just gets to this point like, well, what do you do after that? Like, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, the, think, the, the thing that really bothers me about it is the is the uh, the uh, side characters that they have to intertie the story together. And they're they're making it more bizarre. There's this guy Gary. I don't know if you know. Yes, yeah, who Gary is? Yeah. And uh, Gary is now an alien that is taking um, what's his name, um, uh, uh, Sarah Lance through through space because they they got separated with with the group and all. And he he was she was she he adopted abducted her. The, like at this finale of last season, so now like this, this like kind of picks up, and now it's 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 just bizarre because it's just like he's just like when he puts his glasses on, he's the regular Gary, and he's like he's like all like uh, and they take right. his glasses off, yeah. and he's he's like an alien form, and you're and he's like this, and you're going, it's just like yeah, I, I, like you're telling me that he was an alien for the whole time that he was on this show. <laughs> so that that's what they're spinning that as like oh this whole time Gary was an alien yeah. Aha, surprise right it's like it's the, like it's the, like this quirky bumbling idiot of a, of a of a character that was all some ruse where he's actually this action adventure kind of space alien bouncing from time dimension the time time dimension but it, was, but, but it was like it was one of those type of things where he was he was he was there all along to to to, to abduct Sarah Lance and stayed around because he loved the people or whatever and it was just like and you're going really like all this time he was a, he was an and you're going this is the worst thing I've ever heard like I'm like, uh, I'm, like I'm like I'm like you I'm like Legends is like the you there there are times you did wrong but it's just like you're like oh whatever you saw past it and you and you kind of got through it but this time I'm like. Yeah, I can't really get past this. Like, like, like this is too bizarre. Like, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not buying it. I mean, it's it's they're time traveling superheroes, but I'm not buying that he's an alien. <laughs> like, it's like that was just stupid. Like, like can we make Gary an alien? It'd be awesome. It's like no, <laughs> no right? Yeah, that someone that's that to me sounds like someone's a real fan. Someone in the writers' room is a real fan of the Gary and the actor, and they want to find a way to keep him on the show because his character arc is probably to the end already. Yeah, like what can we do to keep him around because he's he's a fan favorite or something? You know, even though you know, let's quick, let's make him an alien. Let's make him the big bad for the season. Right, <laughs> right, and uh, it's it's just it's just bizarre. It's it really is. It's just you know, and I'm like I'm like I'm like. I guess I guess it works in a way because I'm I'm still watching. It. <laughs> it's like, sure, if you go because I'm like I, I gotta see where they go with this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but it's 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 got my interest. You know, the rest of the storyline's interesting, but the uh, the uh, the Gary thing was like oh that just that's just <laughs> this just bothersome for me. <laughs> so. Well, Ed, um, I got some casting news. This was published back in beginning of May. Um, if you haven't seen it already, they're rebooting Red Sonja. I don't know if you knew that. No. Yes. Well, they found their Red Sonja. Uh, it is going to be the actress, Hannah John Kamen. Um, she is leading the role of Fred Sonja, the Red Sonja reboot. For those who don't know her, she is 
she was from Ant-Man and the Wasp. She was the, uh, I want to say Whisper, I think it was. Okay. Um, the, the bad guy in the movie. Ghost. Right. Okay, so they signed her. According to Hollywood Reporter, uh, John Cameron has officially joined Millennium's reboot of Red Sonja based on the fan, uh, fan favorite character from Conan the, Bar- Conan the Barbarian. Um, the actor's best known for playing the villainous ghost in Ant Man sequel, along with roles in Tomb Raider, Ready Player One, and the TV series Killjoys. Uh, Red Sonja will be directed by Joey Soloway, uh, the creator and showrunner of Amazon's Transparent. Huh. So. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's the same. Now, like, we were talking about rebooting uh, Highlander. Now, like, oh, they're rebooting Fred Sonya. And you're like, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I'm okay with that. Like, go for it. <laughs> well, <laughs> also, um, I, you know, to me, I'm like, okay, well, I remember seeing the original with uh, Bridget, Bridget Wil- Nielsen. Yeah. Um, and Schwarzenegger being in it, uh-huh. that was like the cameo, but it was like a long cameo. Like, <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I mean, again, it's 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 an action flick from the eighties where it's you know him being Conan the Barbarian, but not Conan the Barbarian in this movie because they couldn't get the rights for him to be Conan. I think, right? You know, so he was like a prince or something, but everyone knew it was like you got you're Conan. Let's just just just. You're coded. <laughs> I, say, I have it on DVD. Um, you know, I've, I've watched it a couple of times, and, and you know, it's like I said, it's it's you once you watch the first two Conan movies with Schwarzenegger, you kind of going, I wish there was a third one. Hey, there kind of is, you know. <laughs> you Red Sonja, you watch that, and you're going, ah, that's <laughs> satisfactory. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I mean. Bridget Nelson was was uh, was Red Sonia, and it was interesting, and it was you know I mean like I don't they say like I don't think it was a standout movie that you go yeah I'm gonna watch this every year or or or, or every time it's on TV I'm gonna watch it like because it never makes air play at all like very very rarely do you see Red Sonia even like on yeah. television and stuff so it's 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 one of those movies that you just don't get much of um to see it i mean it's it's worth a watch it's you know i'm saying but it's not like you know like oh i need to say ren sonia like i gotta find this i mean it was difficult to find it on dvd when i you know was looking for it at the time i mean i don't know how it is now but like back then it was uh because i always thought about that because i was like i got the first the, 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 the Kona movies and you're going yeah, I wish I had that Red Sonja movie, and I was like, yeah, I found it somewhere. I forget on like on, on eBay or something like that, or or uh, <laughs> you know Amazon maybe. And I got it that way. I was like, yeah, excited. I was like, yes, I got it. And it was like, and I watched it a couple times. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, it's it's one of those movies that I think you have to like really be into. Like, if you really like those sword and, and sandal movies, then you know definitely watch it. It's, it's you know it's a, it's a one of those fun eighties. Uh, Sword and Santa movies because they made a, a bunch of those in the eighties. You know? Sure, yeah. You know, so. uh, just knows why you were talking. I was looking at I I, I have a, the Roku TV. I typed in Red Sonja, uh-huh. and it is available on the Stars app, which requires a subscription, um, or you can rent it for three bucks from Google Play, <laughs> or three bucks from Prime Video. Or three bucks from Voodoo, or I wonder how much it costs for Voodoo. Now, see, now you got me going to my Voodoo account because <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's three bucks to rent. How much? It, it's ten bucks to own. 
digitally. Nineteen eighty five. Yeah, yeah. Like I said it's, it's one of those movies that you just you 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 know. I think I think it was like you you saw it because everybody thought Schwarzenegger was another another Conan movie, and they were you know it was big, so they people you know uh, 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 wanted to see it. And yeah, I'm I'm looking. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I think yeah there was that, and also too, um, Bridget Nielsen was dating um, I think Sylvester Stallone at the time, um, and I think or they, they were married I think at some point. Um, but I also remember too, she, as a 15 year old boy, she didn't, she was very loose with her clothing, clothing. So I think it was another reason why I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to admit that my loins were aflamed, just like her red hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so all right, I'll, I'll give this new Red Sonya a shot. I mean, people were complaining because the girl who's they picked, you know, who signed on to be Red Sonya, obviously doesn't look anything like Bridget Nielsen and doesn't have naturally red hair. But surprise, neither did Bridget Nielsen. And wigs are a thing. I mean, I don't think Amber hair head is is a natural redhead. You know, like there's not a lot of natural. You know, like you could probably get a natural redhead, but I, she got the best person for the job. She clearly doesn't really look a lot like the what people traditionally see as Red Sonya as this statuesque redhead, pale skin. You know, she definitely definitely looks like a woman of color. So I think the people who are purists are bitching were bitching about it, but I, I don't care. Wasn't that big of a Red Sonya fan to start off with? So who cares? <laughs> That's the thing, and, and 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 that's the that's the thing that always makes me laugh is, is stuff like that. It's just like you're you're going if 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 it was like 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 because like I'm saying I'm gonna go back to Highlander this one like because now you 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 know Highlander has been around for so long and it's one of those movies that like can get a re you know um a rewatch in terms of you know eventually it would end up on a streaming service or or you know or even a cable station you would you know like highlanders you know like oh, okay i'm gonna watch it and you know you know it, it that still kind of makes the round not not as recently not as as much but it's used to and that was the movies like like that's the thing like that state of power like you how how often did red sonia like make it to television like after it was released on you know from from right. theaters you know and you're going yeah, it did, you know, or, or it did very little, you know, like maybe like in 1986 or 87, it was on television or something like that. Or maybe in the 90s, it, it was in the television series and then that was it. And then it, it just faded into obscurity. And then only people that were Conan fans remember that movie because Schwarzenegger was in it, you know, that's and that's the real reason why. So when you you're going, hey, yeah, we're going to reboot this, you're going, OK, you know, like modernize it because like the sword fighting was was stale i mean you know it's just like it's it, you know you, you you know like it it, it was all it was all kind of like it wasn't like you know like today like you would have like you know when you see especially like how do i explain this like the star wars like of today and like how lightsaber battles are like they're flying around and they're like hitting each other and then you know right. when we have the original trilogy they would have that like kind of like stance swing stance swing you know, like kind of thing. And it was like, it was all proper. And, and, you know, like you, you, you swing this way and I, I, 
you know, uh, uh, duck or, or, or block this way, and you know that kind of thing. And it wasn't like 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 do 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 do, you know, like you're just swinging, 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 you know, kind right. of thing. And that's why red like Red Sonia is. It's like you know, and then the the Conan movies, they were like the action was so because they didn't really they weren't like like Schwarzenegger was a bodybuilder, so he was kind of like he would swing the sword around, and you know, it'd be kind of like this awkward fighting you know and then like you know you see the current kind of movie and there it's like it's like you know <laughs> right <laughs> like the, it's, it's it's a sword fight you know it's it's a it's a real fight and you're going yeah like that's you know like you you kind of think highlander is like you know they really fought like that was that was the there wasn't like a like that kind of thing in highlander so you kind of you were like wow that was real that was like some epic fights it was like it was awesome to watch that happen where you know like this is you know like you're going oh you know what they'll make it better <laughs> like, right so so I'm, I'm looking forward to it let's put <laughs> all right Ed, well would you be looking forward to a 170 minute cut of batman forever yes yes <laughs> yes i would we we talked about this on the show that there was like a, a rumor flying after Joel Schumacher passed away, the director of Joel Schumacher passed away, that someone said that there was an almost three hour version of Batman, um, Batman Forever. That's what Jim Carrey and Two Face and Riddler and all that, um, Chase Meridian, you know. Um, <clears throat> so apparently, according to this article, um, writer Akiva Goldsman promises a renaissance is coming for the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. Um, <laughs> obviously, like I said, it's a 1995 feature um, directed by Joel Schumacher starring Val Kilmer as the Cape Crusader. Um, and it's, it's this person said it's going to be one of the less significant entries in the Batman mythos. Eh, whatever. Uh, recently, a rumor has been making the rounds on the internet that an extended director's cut of the movie exists, dubs the Schumacher cut, which is a much more serious and complex version of the movie we got on see on screen. The writer of the movie, Akiva Goldsmith, recently confirmed that the "quote unquote" Schumacher cut does exist, and we'll be seeing something of a re- and will be seeing something of a renaissance in the coming years. Uh, this is a quote. Uh, by the way, it starts off. By the way, Batman Forever still has a renaissance coming. And I really am interested to see whether the original cut of Batman Forever comes to comes out because I got to see it recently, the very very first one, which was Preview Cut One. I guess that's the name of the title uh-huh. at the time, um, working title. You guess you can say um, it was really dark. It was a pretty psychological exploration of guilt and shame. Um, Batman going goes on and says Batman Forever, Batman Forever was made after Tim Burton's consequently Michael Keaton and after Tim Burton and Michael Keaton walked away from the franchise over creative differences with the studio. Uh, Joel Schumacher was hired in Burton's and in Burton's place and set out to make a gothic psychological drama drama that included the Riddler and Two Face. Uh, from what we know since last year, when we talked about it, I guess Schumacher's original version for the film was deemed too quote adult by Warner Brothers who saw the Batman franchise as a lucrative source of income through sales of merchandise like toys and product tie-ins. Um, previously, previously, writer Mark Bernardin um, had confirmed that the Schumer cut would have seen Batman deal with his childhood trauma and in a hard-hitting manner. 
Um, this is this is a quote. Um, Again, another quote. I have it on pretty good authority. There exists a Warner in Warner Brothers vault a hundred and seventy minute cut of Batman Forever. I think that it went much deeper into his childhood psychosis and his mental blocks, and that it was a much more serious, darker version of that movie. That was one of the first assemblies that Joel filled with the, filed with the studio, and they eventually cut it down because they were like, "It's too dark for kids." We got to sell these Happy Meals, so maybe let's not invest ourselves in the trauma of childhood murder. We've got Jim Carrey; let him do some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, you know. What's funny is, is that I moving these movies around and stuff that at home here, and that Batman is probably the most movies I have of one character out of all the movies I have. Like you know, like okay, like, you know, like I mean, probably has the most most product out right but it says something that if you were to continue to buy that product so it's the same like 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 i mean like between the live action the animated movies the justice league movies i mean like there there is probably at least 30 or 40 batman movies that i own (laughs) or have him being in a movie you know, that that's just like, you know, mind blowing. So like when you tell me there's a hundred and seventy minute cut of of Batman forever, I wanna see it. Like <laughs> I would love to see that one. I would love to see even a hundred and seventy minute cut of Batman and Robin. I, <laughs> I wanna well, see I wanna uh, see all the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger's bad puns, ice bad puns as you can get. <laughs> um, apparently in this version of the movie um, the, the Schumacher cut which was removed from the theatrical version is a sequence showing how Two-Face escapes from Arkham Asylum uh, how Riddler invades the Batcave and because you know they do hit him over the yeah how, I gotta, I'm going to have to watch that movie again because I remember them showing up to the Wayne Manor but I don't remember how they got into the Batcave Anyway, uh, and particularly dark moments showing Bruce Wayne facing off against a giant human-sized bat. I guess that's where the childhood trauma comes in. Um, You know, um, ever since... uh, In the meantime, Matt Reeves is working on his own movie, blah, blah, blah. So, there, there's 170... They swear, at least one person swears it's coming. So, all right, well, that's great. (laughs) I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I sat through four hours of uh, of Justice League. I could sit through 170 minutes of Batman Forever. <laughs> Piece of cake. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, Ed, guess what? Um, Tom Welling. Super. We were talking about Smallville. Uh-huh. Um. Or well, we were talking about Allison Mack and and small that mentioned. Apparently, Tom Welling said he would play Superman again alongside Robert Pattinson's Batman. Really? Yes. Um, Smallville actor Tom Welling has always shown hesitance in playing Superman again after his time on the classic DC series. He did recently reprise his role as Clark Kent on the Crisis on Infinite Earth TV's event in 2019. See how this this show's all coming together? (laughs) Um, He said he's actually good friends with Robert Pattinson and that it's that friendship that motivates his interest in reprising his role. Uh, In an interview with El Mundo Geek, uh, take that for what it's worth, uh, Welling was asked if 
he would reprise his role as Superman along Pattinson's Batman, and he said, "Quote, uh, yeah, I think that'd be cool. My buddy Rob, pa- my buddy Rob Pattinson, he, he is going to be the new Batman. I would love it. I would. It would be fun to be the Superman that shows up in his movie just because he's a friend of mine. Yeah, eh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that's ever going to happen. But I mean, in, I guess in an alternate world, sure. Why not?" <laughs> I just like Tom. Come on, you, I don't know. You, I think Robert's a little young. I don't, I don't know how old Robert Pat. Now I don't know how old Robert. You look up how old Robert Pattinson is. I'm gonna look how old Tom Welling is. <laughs> right? Because now I'm curious. Tom Welling age. He is 44 years old. And Robert Pattinson is 35. Okay, so there's like a 10-year difference. I mean, I guess Tom still looks good for his age, but I mean, I don't know if... if, I just don't know if that would work, like having an older Superman. Maybe. I don't don't know. That's a a weird one. I guess anything's possible. If enough enough money's thrown their way. (laughs) I mean, I, 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 I think it could happen. I mean, you know, I mean... How do I put this? Yeah, I don't think it would work. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take that back. I don't think it would work because you see, that's the thing. Like I, I see Tom Welling as Superman, as Smallville Superman. And you go and it was cute. And it was nice for the time. And it was, you know, it was, it was, it was good for the time. But now we need like a, like a bolder kind of actor to play Superman at this point. So you kind of go and Tom, can you really feel those shoes? I mean, you know, like they're trying to get something more darker. I think with the Patterson Batman, like I, I think that's really what they're they're going for with this one. I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, I completely wrong. Did you see the redesign of? Well, did you see what the Riddler supposedly looks like in the movie? No, I haven't seen that. Uh, they released an image, and it's kind of very. Um, people are, of course, people are complaining about it. Um, some people are swearing they're they're trying to pull a hush with the look. Like anybody who's seen the animated series, animated movie Hush, spoiler, Hush turns out to be the Riddler. Um, and that this movie, he's supposed to be like Batman's supposed to be hunting down kind of a serial killer kind of person. So they're thinking that it's the Riddler is the serial killer and that that's where he's going to be kind of like a Hush character, like not more cerebral, more. And I'm like, I, I, the, the look is kind of, some people say um, very S&M looking because he's got a mask on with goggles. And to me, somebody put it, um, if you ever saw the comic um, Death of Superman, what um, when you first meet Doomsday, he's in this like green outfit with like a hood and it's got the goggles on it. It kind of looked like that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not, I, I mean, if they're going for the gritty, dark, like, underbelly of society i can see that look it's very um something you would see in, to pull it to joel schumacher because he directed this movie very eight miller eight millimeter ish like the way the look he looks very like you might find him in an s&m dungeon oh, okay you know um because he's got the the face mask on with the you know it, it just looks very gritty and dark and and scary scary-ish and of course people are people those, those hashtag not my Riddler and 
you know, oh, it's going to move. This movie just now confirms it's going to suck. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing this one. Like, I want to see what they do with this one. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm glad to see the Riddler getting another shot. I mean, hopefully, I, I maybe they'll take more of a seven approach to it, which I can kind of see. Mm. Maybe if these this the serial killer thing is linked in some Riddler-esque motion, because I can kind of see that. But maybe that's because I'm seeing, because I'm, I'm watching a Riddler kind of be murderous in Gotham. You know, he's killed a couple people, and he's done it, you know, in, in malicious ways. I'm like, all right, maybe maybe it can be pulled off if, if done right. Like, if Batman was hunting down the killer from Seven, mm-hmm. and it turns out to be the Riddler. Okay. But, you know, who knows? <clears throat> um, in the category of let's throw shit at a wall and see what sticks, um... Apparently, Mandalorian is reportedly pushing Gina Carano for Emmy Award consideration. Okay. <laughs> um, for those of you people who live in who've been living under a rock, uh, Gina Carano has um, she plays. Uh, what's her face? Uh, she plays in Caradoon. Caradoon in the Mandalorian. Now she got fired recently. Um, a f- almost half the year, like right at the around the end of season two, um, for posting some some one might say questionable material about her views in the political realm. Mm-hmm. How's that? How's that? Yeah. That sounds that's that. That was very polite. Okay. <clears throat> um, however, so she gets fired from the job, but now they are trying to like the Emmys were coming around or have been around. I guess they, maybe they didn't. I don't remember when did the, did the Emmys air. Uh, good question. Because <clears throat> this this article goes back on May 9th. so I'm not sure if the Emmys are aware or have they played. <clears throat> Let's see. I'm looking. I'm scrolling down to the end of the article. See maybe if there's a I like. Oh yeah, it's coming this one. I think it did hit. Uh, three weeks ago. <laughs> Okay, never mind then. Screw this article. I, it's, it's a problem. We don't watch TV. We don't. You don't watch regular TV anymore. You miss all the big events. Um, needless to say, I don't think she was a nominated and b and no, she didn't win. So <laughs> I just thought it was interesting at the time because it was like the you know the day I was out. It was, um, and I was like, so they're gonna like they for your consideration. Here it is. This is the list of things they posted. Or they wanted people to think about. Uh, they wanted for lead actor for Pedro Pascal, supporting actor um, Gina Carlano Esposito and uh, Tamora Morrison, which I'm assuming that was Boba Fett, um, and then supporting actress Gina Carano. Oh, I'm sorry. Think- no, no, I'm sorry. The 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 movie. It was the MTV Movie Awards that happened. Okay. So I apologize. The actual Emmys is going to be on. June 1st. No. Okay, so that's no, coming no, up, no, no, but no, I, I'm no, going to assume that... No, I'm sorry. Eligibility is from June 1st, 2020 to May 31st, 2021. And... Let's see here. Right, but then there's a committee that, you know, you have to go for your consideration, and then they have to kind of look at it, and, you know, but to go down the list of... They, they have, <clears throat> obviously, anybody who was in 
anybody who was ever on the show they think deserves a guest actor Emmy nomination from <laughs> from Bill Burr all the way to Mark Hamill <laughs> to uh-huh. Katie Sackhoff a- Amy uh, Amy Amy Sedaris um, Ming Nang Wan she to me would be the only one that probably be listed there um, like it's like oh anybody who any famous person that was on the show they think deserves to be nominated for a guest actor for an Emmy <laughs> it's like who we got let's just let's just throw everybody in and maybe we'll get lucky <laughs> like, I just don't it's like okay I, <clears throat> I kind of think it'd be great how great would it be if the if the Again, I live in this really weird world where I was like, I would like to see her not only get the nomination, but also win. <laughs> she won't. She won't get nominated. Someone looked at this list and did the same thing I did when I was like, when I saw it. Did You gotta be kidding me, really? Like, she's an okay actress, but why would Disney want to try to get her, get her nominated for an Emmy on a show that she got fired from because of her political views? You know, oh, it I, seems, yeah. I just wanted to say that you you mentioned uh, Ming Nan Wen, uh, you know, consider for an Emmy. Um, she's you know she played uh, Fennec uh, Shran in the Mandalorian. She is now on the Bad Batch as the same character. Right. I so I heard that uh, so, when I was at work. They I mentioned. Just, I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's kind of cool. You know, like all right, keeping it all in the same realm, and why not? She she's got. She's like Disney royalty at this point. Oh, yeah. And figuratively. I mean, Mulan. She's been in every single franchise they've had. If yeah, you think she, about it. She was in Marvel. She was now, she's now in Star Wars. She was in she was a Disney yeah. princess. So, yeah, she's hit all the all the high markers. She, she's got hitting all the checkoffs. She's, she's, it's like the who's who. So, I just thought it was like, yeah, in, in my, I would just like to be sitting there and going, wait. She get, not only did she get nominated, but she won. Like that would be kind of funny to me because it would put Disney in a really tough position because I think they just canceled uh, production on a show that Cara Dune was supposed to be an integral f- part of. You know, like so it was like, well, they kind of because of that action. Now, how great would it be if she were to be nominated and win? It'd be like, oh, you know what? All bets are off. Like like James Gunn. We fired James Gunn for some t- bad tweets that he did years ago, and he's like, "All right, fine, it is what it is. I'll go off and make a DC movie." And then they're all like, "But wait, can you do one more for us?" <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the thing, because I know her sh- her show just got uh, put on hiatus forever. She was they were going to actually do a spinoff show of hers for her character. Right and 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 that that recently just got put on the fritz like basically it was got uh, stalled on the on, on pre production so it's uh, not going to happen apparently. Right. <laughs> hey, I got a question. Roll back a minute. What were you doing when I was talking? Uh, I was looking up something. I was looking up. I was looking up the show name. <laughs> Because because I'm chuckling because I just said almost the exact same thing before when when and then you jumped in you're like yeah yeah because you know her show just got canceled. I was trying to look up the show and I wasn't paying attention. It's, it's perfectly fine. It's one of those things where it's I it 
it makes me laugh because I'm like, hey, he was he was he was probably looking up something. He was because he completely whiffed on the fact that I just said that she was going to be a car- an integral part of a TV show that just got canceled by them. See, I, I, when you said that, I thought you were saying that you know she, she was supposed to be an integral part. Of, I think a piece of the next season for uh, Mandalorian. Oh, okay. And and that wasn't going to happen now. So they like that change. That's just going to change the whole dynamic of what's going to happen. You know, and so. well, I mean, well, they have plenty of time because apparently, according to John Favreau, I think we're going to be skipping a year of Mandalorian. I think that the Book of Boba Fett is going to be this holiday season, right? And and the next season of Mandalorian is going to be twenty twenty two. Right. So th- they can rework that or maybe bury the hatchet since, you know, Trump didn't win a second term. Maybe they could bring her back. I, I-, I don't know. <laughs> well, the the idea is, is that uh, they're probably because it's going to really deal with the dark saber uh, in, in this next ser- series for them, because they just they just released that at Disney World. Actually, it's going to be actually coming out in July uh, in, in Disney World and Disneyland. Uh, but there's been some some basically they 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 do like pre sales like type of thing and they like some people can get it like uh you know go over and, and get it and it's and games it's, selling a, a replica of it okay so I I think that's I think that's kind of like their next push is like you know they're gonna see how well the dark saber does in sales because it's expensive it's ridiculous and like because I, I I saw it I'm like what well, like that and then it's just like. No, not for two hundred dollars. No. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know if you can still pre-order, but when they announced it, some um, one of the guys at work pre-ordered because he's a huge Star Wars fan. So he was like, he pre-ordered it, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what that looks like when it comes in, because you know, I'm like, all right, I, I it's a cool saber, but I, I'm under how they're going to pull the effect off. Yeah, and and and, yeah. and the one they the one they have at Disney is not to me that really that great because. I've seen videos on it because, you know, they people have been buying them, you know, because they have like limited daily stock on it and people, sure. people are buying them up and stuff. And because apparently it's like, oh, we'll go away for a while once they get rid of the, whatever they have. And then in July, it's going to be back full time, you know, full blast. And it was it, it, like it was I'm like, I'm like, I'm not that impressed with it. I'm like, it's neat, but it's not like two hundred hours. Like I pay a hundred bucks for it, a hundred thirty because that's what the. That they call the legacy lightsabers are going for or the, uh, you know, like Luke and Darth Vader's and, and Anakin's and Obi Wan's and so on. Those those they get like for hundred grand their bucks. So I'm like, this is this is like this is like a a, a lightsaber. It's just like it's cool and all, but it's not that cool. Like <laughs> I, I'd rather get my hands on that that quote unquote working lightsaber with the rising blade. Yeah, I mean it looks great and all, but you know what you never you know what you haven't seen yet. How does it go back down? <laughs> like I, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, that's great. You know, you flick the switch, and it and that that blade slides out, and it looks phenomenal. I'm like, I'm, I'm assuming that I, I clearly it's not one piece. It's got to be a, mult, a a bunch of different pieces, you know, perfectly cut to make it look smooth and cylindrical. Which it's my, the concept of it is basically like a tape measure. Uh, how that works, like you know, you, you know the rip okay. kind of thing. And basically, like that's the idea, the concept of it. it. It's all one tube. It's it's it will. You hit the button and it it, it goes up, and lights up, and then you hit the button and it goes right back down. And that's the the idea. Oh, I've never seen it go. I've never seen it retract. No, so no, I, I, no nobody, nobody. They've only they they 
the, I've known about it for about two months now before it got released on May 4th. Uh, right. Because because the, the early the early people have you know got their hands on the information and all and they had all these like, detailed drawings on how it worked and all that kind of stuff and it's it's, it's pretty I mean, don't, don't be wrong. it's it's an engineering wonder to to do that i'm not i'm not denying that it looks phenomenal and i wish i could own one myself just for that alone it looks cool but in my head, I just feel like once it pops up, you're gonna have to push it against the wall to get it back down. It's gonna you hear click 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 as you lower it. <laughs> or, or or it's like the tape's like <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I mean as I said they they're they're the they're the the correlation of it is um, the uh, there's there's a star cruiser that that you can it's like two two nights and three days and you go it's like a hotel and you go in and like they pretend like you you're on a shuttle and they take you up to the star cruiser and you board the star cruiser and you have a cabin it's like a you know like a cruise ship in space and you know for star wars and it's all star wars themes and they show pictures of the rooms and the hallways it looks awesome it does and apparently like there's a jedi training room with the lightsabers and that's where those those lightsabers are going to start is is in that in that thing so i don't know if you can really purchase it but you can get your hands on it at that point and then like that's right. like they, they i think eventually what's going to happen is is that people are going to demand it and it's going to be for sale and they're going to, you know, they're going to switch over the, uh, um, the, 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 my question is, is like, can you interchange the crystals? Because that's the one of the things with the, the build your own lightsaber at galaxy's right. edge is you can, you can build it and you can switch out the crystal. So I can, I can buy all the crystals and switch them out and to have different colored blades. And it's, you know, I don't have to buy a different blade for every time. So if they can do that, then I could see them doing that at that Savi's workshop where they, you know, where you can build it and then it's, it will, the blade will come out. Like, and that, that would be like the most awesomest <laughs> thing ever. I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm going to buy another lightsaber just, just for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> just standing alone in a dark room, just turn it on and turn it off. <laughs> turn it on going whoosh, 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 and turn it off. All right, um, I got a couple more articles here. Um, apparently, um, I'm going to save one you sent me er- earlier, but I'm going to save that for another time because it's getting kind of late. I'm going to get to just more Batman news. Okay. Ready? Yeah. A um, couple things. First off, DC announces an Injustice movie. So those, if anybody has played the video game Injustice, apparently they're the next animated film. I'm assuming um, a sneak peek for the film will be available as part of the upcoming home release for Batman The Long Halloween Part 2. No other details surrounding the project, including the voice cast release date, are are available at the time. Um, The notion of an Injustice animated film is sure to fuel speculation on multiple levels, especially given the amount of source material that the franchise already has to draw from. Um, there's a chance that the film could be an adapt- adaptation of the narrative of the first game or of Tom Teller's tie-in in Justice comic series that ran for multiple years. Um, the comic dealt with some previously unseen corners of the franchise's timeline, most recently including Injustice Year Zero, which provided a short prequel look at some of the characters. Um, f- so, I mean, I, 
for those who don't know, the Injustice franchise throws the heroes and villains of the DC Universe into a dark alternate timeline, one that's set in motion after the Joker tricks Superman into killing Lois Lane and their unborn child. Uh, the storyline of the first game sees Superman becoming a megalomaniacal tyrant of Earth and Batman leading an insurgency of heroes to try to overthrow him. Uh, Injustice 2 then continues the storyline and those character dynamics while also pitting all the heroes and villains against Brainiac. Uh, the franchise also follows poignant stories from characters like Green Arrow, Black Canary, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, The Flash, and Shazam. Um, fans have been eager to see a proper follow-up to the Injustice world, with Injustice co-creator Ed Boon commenting on the status of a potential Injustice 3 during last year's DC Fandom a virtual convention. Um, the quote from him is, I wish we could talk, but at the moment, we have nothing to announce, but we appreciate the, the desire to see it, Boone said during the panel. Um, so I guess that's going to be the next animated movie after the Hush film. I mean, not the Hush, the, um, what do you call it? The Long Halloween. Uh, the Long Halloween. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I like the games. I've also read uh, some of the comic run. I do think I would like to see some of those elements be brought into the animated movie. I just don't want to rehash. Like, it's almost like, hey, we're going to make an animated movie based on a video game. I, I, while yeah, the, well. I, I mean, the storyline, obviously, you're going to have to have, you know, like, you know, the, the Joker doing what he does to Superman and what, you know, and the consequences of that, clearly. But I don't know if they're going to just start off at that or are they going to build up to that by the end of the movie or maybe a halfway point because there's some more because there's some really good storylines in there that you know have a, a deep rooted you know thing like you know i personally like, like so i don't know i'm interested what about you ed i mean i you you, you know it's 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 such a bizarre concept but you're going Hey, this might work. Like this, this, this might be. I mean, and you're right. Like I do like the storyline of the of the video games. You're going, uh, yeah. You know what? I, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I don't really want to like a a kind of like word for word retelling of it. You know, like I think I want right. to something more deep, full, meaningful with it. You know, if if you can do that, that would be awesome. Um, you know, but I, I just don't feel the quality has been not been as great anymore churning out. I mean, like, you know, the Gotham by Gaslight, I thought was like, not that great. That Batman Ninja was terrible. Uh, <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. You could, you could argue it to be all, all you want. Um, you know, like, that was funny. I was actually watching that today. Did you? Yeah. Because my nephews came over to see, you know, my, my sister comes over with my nephews and we had the, the two dogs. So they wanted to see the dogs. So when they came over, you know, dad was like, hey, you know, they opened up my Voodoo account to kind of pick something, you know, for the watch. And my one nephew was like, Batman Ninja, I want to see that. And they're both, they both were really into it. They kind of, so maybe it's, maybe it's, we're just not the audience for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, the, 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 the Hush one, I was really disappointed in. Um, yeah. Because, because of who, who they made the villain and you're going, that's not how it is, you know. You 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 and and you and I, I think they wanted to kind of give that like, huh? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna change this. We're gonna we're gonna make it, you know, better. And you're like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> like it, you didn't make it. You didn't make it better. Um, 
but I mean, you know, like to try something new. I mean, you know, like like at first I didn't really like the what was it gods and monsters one or the monsters one, you know, where they right. were thing. And then that grew on me. That uh, that one I I started to like, you know what? That wasn't that really that bad of a movie. I did watch it again and I'm like, you know what? That that was that was that was a good, you know, adaptation because it's, it was something different, you know. And that's it's probably why I didn't like it at first. I'm like, ah, this is not this is this is not a typical like super, you know, Justice League story. Like this is terrible. Um, but uh, you know, it's just like saying like like you know, it's it's going to be hit and miss, and and I, I think they're due for a hit. So I mean, you know, I'm hopefully the I'm like I'm hoping the long Halloween is going to be good. I'm, I'm I'm nervous about that one. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that's going to be what's that? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing that one and, and, you know, putting it in two parts is going to be interesting. And, you know, um, I, I, though I think you should make it one long, like make it, make it a long Halloween. <laughs> well, I, I, well, I'm, I'm probably going to wait for the, the, the both combined because uh, <laughs> that they do that eventually. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I can wait. I, you know, I like, like the, like the dark Knight returns. I had to watch by them both. You know, watch it right. like right away because that was that was like 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 one of the quintessential stories. And you're going, how are they going to do this? Like, how are they going to pull this off? And they did that really well. And I was uh, I was so excited to see that, and I couldn't wait for it. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta see the sequel. I'm like, I'm not gonna because yeah, some people are like, oh, I'm gonna wait for both of them to come out. I'm like, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's funny that you were you know we're talking to animation and where you, you mentioned gods and monsters. And I don't know if you remember, but um, Bruce Tim, who helped create Batman the Animated Series, he was very integral in that movie by himself. Like, they asked if he could reimagine some of those characters, what would he would do? Only reason why I'm bringing this up is to because they announced a new Batman and Superman animated series coming to HBO Max. This was a couple days ago, mm-hmm. by the way. I don't know if you've seen this article. No. Um, basically, uh, it's going to a new animated era will soon begin for the Dark Knight and the Man of Steel. The Batman one is called Batman Cape Crusader. Um, this is an all new animated series and reimagining of the Batman mythology. It's told through the visionary lens of executive producers Bruce Tim, J.J. Abrams, and Matt Reeves. Um, the series is jointly produced by Warner Brothers Animation, Bad Robot Products, uh, and Productions, and Sixth and Idaho. Um, this is a long-awaited return and ongoing DC series from animation legend Bruce Tim. Uh, the celebrated animator reinvented the Dark Knight 30 years ago with the animated series. This is likely the rumored Batman the Animated Series revival rumored some months back. Um Although it looks to be a total reboot, only with Tim still involved, no word yet on who's voicing Batman and his villains, but they have big shoes to fill, because obviously Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill are the Batman and Joker for a generation. Um, In a joint statement, Tim, Abrams, and Reeves said, We are beyond excited to be working together to bring this character back to tell engrossing new stories in Gotham City. Uh, The series will be thrilling, cinematic, and, and evocative of Batman's noir roots, all while diving deeper into the psychology of the iconic characters. We cannot wait to share this new world. Now, that's Batman. This new Superman animated show is going to be My Adventures with Superman. 
<laughs> it's an all-new kids and family series following the action-packed comedic and romantic adventures of Superman and Lois Lane. Um, My Adventures with Superman catches up with 20-somethings Clark Kent, the bright and driven Lois Lane, and their best friend Jimmy Olsen. Together, they begin to discover who they are and everything they can to accomplish as an investigative reporting team at the Daily Planet. <laughs> uh, in this serialized coming of age story, uh, we're going to follow Clark as he builds his secret Superman identity and embraces his role as hero of Metropolis and perhaps the world. Uh, Lois now is a growing into a star investigator journalist, um, takes aspiring photographer Jimmy Olsen under her wing, all while Clark and Lois are falling in love, sharing adventures, taking down bad guys, stumbling over secrets, and also discovering what it means to be Superman and Lois Lane. Apparently, Jack Quaid, who does The Boys, and Alice Lee, uh, who did Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, lead the voice cast as Clark Kent and Lois Lane, respectively. Um, Jack Quaid, I believe, is the kid who plays Huey um, in The Boys. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Sam Register, who did who does Teen Titans Go, is going to serve as the executive producer, with Jake Wyatt, who does uh, Invader Zim, Enter the Floorpuss. Um, uh, is on board as co-executive producers. Hmm. So uh, it's going to take uh, this um, Amy Friedman, who is somebody, said in a statement, it's a fresh, this fresh take delivers a modern, retellable, I'm sorry, relatable Clark Kent alongside a fearless, whip-smart Lois Lane. Both are navigating the small task of both becoming adults and trying to save the world. There's no word yet on when we can expect the series to drop, but most likely 2022 is is likely. The, the, the Batman one I'm interested in. I'm like I'm like it. I'm like okay, it's Bruce Tim. Let's see what he let's see what he can do again. Like can he can he can can the can the lightning hit the bottle again? Like let's, right. let's see if this happens. But that Superman, oh, that sounds terrible. Well, with Superman being all about you know wholesome family values and stuff like that, like on a, on a from a comic book perspective, um, you know, it's it's like okay, and you want to make it for kids, fine. It's like okay, well, we got to bring Superman. We got this. We have this franchise. Let's do something with it. I also think too that Warner Brothers is trying very desperately to get away from the Snyderverse. Like I think that they're are doubling down on it going you know what you guys got the you guys got your four-hour epic you should be happy with that now let's move on let's try to get something else but people are going no hashtags to restore the snyderverse and they're like you know what now we're taking away all those projects that were related to it they're gone <laughs> sorry too bad you know and by the way just to add salt to open wound we're doing a 4k remastered of the Justice League movie that's directed by Joss Whedon <laughs> <laughs> to really get everyone all upset and mad. <laughs> so I, I just think the Warner Brothers doesn't really know what they're doing with their shit. I just don't. Which I wish I, I should have grabbed the article because now it makes sense. Now I'm, I'm I can slide in. We can have this conversation. Um, because no one cares about, you know, the, some of the other articles that I have. I can save them for next week. Um, apparently, AT&T, who owns Warner Media, 
is now supposedly selling Warner Media to Discovery for like some a few billion. Mm-hmm. Seven or which eight billion, po- yeah. Right, which poses the question, who knew Discovery had that kind of money? But a lot of people are saying that they're not having that kind of money. It's still AT&T's money. That AT&T is actually buying Discovery, and they're using this. They're saying, oh, no, Discovery's buying us. They're not buying us, but they're buying the Warner Media branch. You know, like, it's to, I guess, save face of a monopoly of some sort. Right. I don't know. I don't know how accurate that is. Like I said, I read the headlines and I skimmed the article. I was like, "Oh, well, that seems interesting." Like, like so. Discover so Shark Week's going to now be owned by Warner Media. It'd be King Shark Week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your host Sylvester Stallone. It's King Shark Week. Yo, you got here, you little shark, just swimming on by. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I just I feel like Warner Brothers doesn't have any clue of what they're doing. And if AT&T, like it makes me feel like AT&T bought Warner's Media and then gave the money to to get help launch the app and then get the Snyder Cut made. And they're like, OK, now we're done. See ya. <laughs> like, maybe, possibly. I mean, I, I don't know thoughts uh, you know it's 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 one of those reshuffles that's gonna happen and you're gonna go all right you know like like now am i gonna like see like more like is is warner media just going to suck up discovery channel on hbo max and that's where you're gonna see that kind of stuff happen and they're you know or or the vice versa where they're going because like like hbo max has been talking about now doing a ten dollar uh, a month um service that has commercials you know instead of the $15 I mean you could do the $15 non-commercial one or you know but if you want to add support it you can do for 10 you know kind of thing and make it a little bit more uh, palatable for HBO because it's like that's saying like like once this pandemic's over like how many streaming services are everybody's going to have because eventually they're going to go and uh, I'll wait the theater, you know, because it's like, you know, I'm not going to pay $15 a month where if I'm, you know, if I go by myself and see a movie, you know, it's, it's $15, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it gets to a point where you're going, you know, like, uh, you know, we're, we're going to go outside again, you know? <laughs> and like, you know, like so, so streaming services are re- cause I, like, I think Netflix is buying somebody like, or, you know, like I think universal well, Netflix, Netflix. Well, um, well, yeah, well you give me an article. It's about, um, I think it's, let me just get back over here since since it is part of the subject. Um, Amazon said to make a nine billion dollar offer for MGM. Yeah, MGM. That's it. I couldn't figure out which one it was. Yeah. So so you go in. So so you know, like good for Netflix if they if they could pull that off, which would be a, a major major coup, I think, for them. Would be would be awesome because that would give them the vitalization they need for for things to happen. You know, because they would have a company that people would go, Oh, you got of MGM, you know, like you would, they, you would sign on to Netflix because of MGM movies. So you're kind of going, I'd like to see that, you know? So this whole, this, it's, it's saying that the stream wars have not ended, not by a long shot. And it's going to be years of all this kind of rebanding and people buying up, like, like all these companies, like who else can we buy? Like Disney's going to be like, I'm sure Disney's looking around now, like for another, another franchise or another, 
property that they could buy. I mean, if they could buy DC, they would. I, I, I really do. I think, I think, I think they would take, like, like, look, Warner Brothers, you're fucking up. You know, like, look, look, what we did for Sony. We helped them out. We got Spider Man. You know, blah blah. blah. Does, doesn't no? I'm sorry. Disney owns National Geographic. Yes. Right. Which, let's face it, it's like uh, you know, Discovery Light. Right. And, uh, it's, yeah. So they, they have that. So, so I'm saying, so Dis- Disney's going to try to expand in every which way they can, and 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 build upon that, and that's and that's what they're doing, and that's why they're the huge success they are. And you know, like like all these other companies are just going, how can we incorporate things that people want to see, you know? And it's like you know, like Netflix has stuff that people want to see. It's like all the originals, but yeah, it's like once they release all it, like after a weekend or a week or whatever, you're going, all right, I saw it. Like what else you got, you know? And, and you kind of move on from there. And it's just like all like old movies, basically like, you know, it's, 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 it's a difficult thing to keep, to keep putting it. So I'm like, that's why Disney did not release their whole catalog or, or even, even the, 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 uh, um, uh, Fox stuff. They're they're like they're slowly integrating that because they're they're sucking people. They're 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 six seven bucks a month out because you know that's what they're doing. I mean, it's just like oh you 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 want to see X Men: The Last Stand? It's coming out this week. You know, like oh you want you want to see this? It's coming out. Oh June, we've got uh, the Loki show coming out. So you know, look forward to that. You know, kind of thing. End of the year, Star Wars. We're gonna have we're gonna have Mandalorian or Boba Fett or you know, something else that you're going to, you want to see it, you know, kind of thing. And we're going to space it out enough that, you know, you're going to either come back and subscribe in another month or, or, uh, uh, you know, just hold out and just keep, keep paying month after month. Well, without getting into like the, 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 it's, this article is from variety. So it's, it's got a lot, it's very wordy and very business techie savvy. Um, basically it goes on to say that MGM has already effectively nailed up the for sale sign, Back in December, that the, they had a company was looking for a buyer back then. Um, the news of the Amazon talk with MGM began to swirl this weekend, which is the 17th, by the way, when this article was posted. Um, they were talking about a potential deal for MGM, which could run between 7 to $10 billion, um, with a price tag of maybe more like $9 billion, while others see it being worth about $5 billion. Um, <clears throat> So, Amazon currently has more than 200 million Prime members worldwide, um, but MGM has a deep library. It's got the James Bond series, the Hobbit series, Rocky and Creed, um, RoboCop, the Pink Panther franchise, um, movies like Silence of the Lambs, Magnificent Seven. So, also, don't forget the... 17,000 episodes of programming, including Stargate SG-1, Stargate Atlantis, Stargate, basically all Stargate, uh, Fargo, The Handmaid's Tale, Get Shorty, uh, the Teen Wolf franchise, uh, American Gladiator, The Voice, Survivor, Shark Tank. So So it's like there's... So, I mean, Netflix would be stupid to, like, you know, like, try and, like, fuck this up. Like, they they really... You mean Amazon? Oh, Amazon thought Netflix. No, no, Amazon's trying to buy MGM. Oh, Amazon's buying. <laughs> yes, Netflix deal was with Sony, and that their product, Sony had worked out a deal with Netflix to say, like, okay, after our theatrical runs, all our stuff's going to go to you. Right, right. Then Disney said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! 
not all of it. We'll allow that since that you guys have already worked at that deal. But after that run on Netflix, it then comes to us because we want Spider-Man to be a part of our Disney Plus line. Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen is all the Spider-Man movies. But then after you get theatrical run or, or theatrical DVD release and all that kind of stuff, the first place is going to go to streaming would be Netflix. And then after when Netflix's contract is up for that title, it's then going to go to Disney. Right. You know, so it's like, oh, well, especially, like I said, the Spider-Man franchise. I don't know about any of their other franchises, but, I mean, I don't see why Disney wouldn't cough up some money going, well, you know, we'll, we'll allow that. Just how about when you guys are done, we want to now buy it from you, kind of, so we can put it on Disney+. Plus. So why not have all the Marvel movies and all the franchises at one place? Right. You know. Yeah, no, you're right, it, and and it's kind of a smart deal for Disney, you know why not? Um, but if Amazon buys MGM, then Amazon then owns Bond, so you can have all the Bond movies on on Amazon Prime. You know you could have the Creed Rocky series, you know which I'm sure like again probably no one really cares about those series because they're older franchises. But Bond movies are still being made. Instead of like, could you imagine? an Amazon exclusive Bond movie. Wow. Like that's not going to be in the theaters. It's going to be only available if you're a, a prime member. You know, like we're, we're kind of like, I was talking about this at work that to a, a guest and you and I, and this gentleman has lived through the birth and death of cassette tapes, the birth of death of CD um, music the birth and death of the VHS, um, <laughs> and almost, for lack of a better term, almost kind of like the end of an era with cable TV because of the streaming services and all that stuff. Right. Like people have either terrestrial TV or they stream. You know, like I don't, as much of a fan of NCIS as I was, I'm not, I haven't seen a single episode in ages because I don't have CBS. You know, but I'm like, we've seen so many changes that I'm like, okay, well, how weird would it be to see, like, coming to Amazon Prime, James Bond number 30, you know, <laughs> coming, you know, whatever the title is yeah. to, you know, James Bond in from your anus and back, you know, it's <laughs> just something, something wacky, you know, song by, song by Weird Al. <laughs> just all of a sudden like you're just going oh my god I don't think Amazon took this deal seriously <laughs> they fucked it up huh? <laughs> or they'll go like hey new from Amazon animation the young James Bond story where it's like you know James Bond as a kid he's a kid spy <laughs> There was. It's called James Bond Jr. <laughs> there was? Damn. <laughs> shit. Who owns that? I think MGM. <laughs> Probably. So, like, look, reboot. <laughs> like, reboot for a younger, hipper audience. <laughs> you know, James Bond meets Pink Panther in To, to Kill a Bond. <laughs> <laughs> or or a Panther's Bond for life. 
something corny where it's James Bond meets Inspector Clouseau. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going with the pink uh, the Pink Panther. I was going with the uh, Inspector Clouseau. Uh, does your dog bite, huh? <laughs> Bond comes through France and, you know, bumps into Inspector Clouseau and the two of them have a mixed match. You know, like, oh, we have to work together to bring down so-and-so and, you know, some exciting set pieces with, you know, a bumbling Inspector Clouseau falling right behind Bond with his own gadgets that never quite work while Bond drives a fancy, you know, Aston Martin. Inspector Clouseau drives like a Chevy Malibu. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's right now, buddy. It's one of those little, those little more French cars though, that he's driving around in. It's like a clown car from France. Like, her, her. Uh, Bond's got the laser watch, and Inspector Clouseau pulls out a sandwich that's got like a rocket launcher in it. <laughs> and it's completely obvious. It's not even the fact that it's like, like you wouldn't even notice. It's like, like this. Huge rocket launcher is on two, two pieces of bread. It's, two, it's 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 in a it's in a baguette with just lettuce and tomatoes dripping off the sides of it. <laughs> uh huh. You have your gadgets. I have mine, Mister Bond. goes into it's the same horns. Uh, yeah, that'd be just great. All right, Ed, that's it. That's all I got. All right. That's it for this week, though. All right, well, if you haven't already, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And of course, if there's anything you might want us to address on the show, you can direct all your questions to Ed at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.